What's going on, guys? This podcast is brought to you by the Ridge Wallet, and this is my daily wallet. It's just a simple cards in, pop your cards out when you need them. On the back, it's got a money clip for any cash you got to carry around, and it just makes life easy. If you're like me, you don't like carry around big, bulky things in your pockets, and I don't want to care always carry around a man purse. So sometimes I just want to get out the door. This is easy, small, I slide it in my pocket, and I'm out the door. This is Forged Carbon. I'm going to show you guys the website really quickly. It comes in a whole bunch of different styles. Uh, aluminum, titanium, uh, this is gold-plated. Uh, it comes in a whole bunch of different styles, so you can choose whatever you like. Very convenient, guys. Go to ridge.com backslash RBP, get 10% off your order, or just use code RBP at the website and also get 10% off your order, guys. Make your life easy, make your life simple. Get a Ridge wallet, get out the door. What's this uh, really special background you have set up for me? Uh, my dining room. It's very. Why do, I so, why do I look so orangey? <laughs> do you have a Do you have a studio light on or something? Yeah, but I thought that was going to make it better. No, you look good. Are you lying? No. <laughs> yeah, we're live right now. <laughs> do you see my eye? How fucked up it is. Yeah, one's like a little bit more closed than the other or something like that. I'm going to just wear these, I think. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to your eye? Um, I got a sty. How'd you get, how do you get a sty? I don't know. Some another stupid thing that happens when you get older, I guess. Is a sty like pink eye? No, but like I think it started to like get infected. One second. So... Like I needed like these eye drops with steroids in them and uh, fucking antibiotics, and I got to put a, apply a warm compress five times a day. Ian, what's up? What's up? Evan's gonna wear his sunglasses the whole show. <laughs> is that is that really douchey? No, do it. It's it, it, cool. It, it, I just it, I just hate the fact that my eye doesn't look right. Like, I feel really self-conscious about it. Let's see. Let's see again. Let me see. I'll see I'll t- I bet you I wouldn't even notice if you didn't say something. <laughs> do, you have, do you have a sty or something on your eye? Yeah. Yeah. Ian, can you tell? Like... From here, no, but I'm also watching on my cell phone, so it's like it's hard to see. I would have just thought you just woke up or something. I wouldn't have thought, like, anything. I wouldn't have thought you had a disease. I still don't I still don't know what a sty is. It's just an infection of the eye. No, I guess what happens is like there's like uh oil ducts in your eyelid. Oh, and yeah. wow. the, the, the oil coagulates, it, it hardens up and it gets it like forms like a clog. Oh, okay. And you have to like put heat on it to melt the sebum. james what's up man what did i join into there evan's got a disease talk about coagulating oil i've got coagulated sebum what is this (laughs) you okay james does my eye look okay to you (laughs) fuck (laughs) 
right? You see yeah. it? It's like, oh, fuck <laughs> yeah, one of yeah, them. Is a <laughs> he's got us. He's got his pink eye. And then what Nathan had? Somebody farted. Yeah, somebody farted his eye. <laughs> um, this is very low brow for you, Evan. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you're gonna handle our our show. This is like we got to be a little classier today because Evan's on, guys. Okay. Well, no, that's no, 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 around you all anyway. Well, look, you're wearing like a nice sweater and shit, and you got like a collar. It's like you're really. It's all classy. You got a nice background. Yeah. Do so, I got to do I got to dress up here? Yeah. <laughs> we should all dress up. <laughs> <laughs> now I feel now I feel self conscious about what I wore. Wait, I can hear someone. I can hear someone coming. Hold on, let me let me take this painting off the wall. No, <laughs> you don't you don't like the painting? No, it looks good. I like it's, the painting. It's classy. Do what you know where that came from? Crazy story. All right, tell me. It, it was actually commissioned by King Ferdinand of Spain in the late 1800s. It's a scene of Boston Harbor. And it belonged to him, and it somehow it, it fell into the hands of this art dealer turned drug addict, and he needed some sarastam, and I traded him a couple kits, so I got the, the painting. <laughs> Come on, that's a great story. I, a, I just made I just you made, I just all, made that all that up. up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just run with it. We'll just run with it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, uh, Ian, people think we're beefing. Are we beefing? Fuck yeah, we are. Me Fuck and you. you. Me and Aaron are. <laughs> me and Ian are friends anymore because we had one debate yeah. it's like Fuck our tenth, it's like our 10th debate we've had on this show. i know so I, so evan just to catch you up me evan uh or sorry me yeah. ian i had all the guys on it was like eight of us and we were trying to i don't know if you saw the awards things i posted yesterday for rbp he and felt we, bad for me so he gave me a new, a new award he made up just for me <laughs> <laughs> no so so we made a bunch of awards and one of them was best ambassador and me and got into a pretty heated debate about what we thought was the best ambassador. So just before Evan gives his opinion, because I'm going to ask your opinion about it, but before Evan gives his opinion, oh, don't start it, with this shit again. No, 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 no. I want to say, I just want to say something just to clarify. So after the, the video went up, I read all the comments from people, not all, but most of the comments on the YouTube video, a majority of people agreed with Ian. And they brought up some really good points. So I will say that I think the conclusion I've come to is that the ambassador is individual for the person, but also decided by the Federation. Mm -hmm. So like it's up to the Federation, like the NBA kind of decides who they want to represent them or <clears throat> the face they want to put forward or the fan individually decides who they think is their ambassador, who brought them to the sport. So I don't know if it's like there's an actual definition, but if there is, Evan, what's your opinion on, I'm just curious what your opinion on who the, like a, the best ambassador in bodybuilding would be. If you had uh, to pick, if you had to pick one. Cur someone currently? Well, yeah, the award was for 2021. You had to be an active participant, like an active competitor. Jeez. Um, it's tough, right? I don't know. I mean, ad admittedly, I'm, I'm so not up on things. Okay, um, well. well Maybe throw, maybe throw me some guys like the most. Who did we pick? Ones. You ended up picking Rami, right? Rami. I, I ended up picking Rami, but Brandon Curry was in the running for it. Um, people said Ian. People said James. Um, we said Flex Lewis, but Flex Lewis didn't compete last year, so that he was kind of out. Um, I mean, Flex 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 would be a great one. But okay, let's let's rephrase it. What's just your broad definition? Like when you thinking of an ambassador of a sport? Well, I mean, it it. it 
obviously someone who's going to represent themselves in the sport in a, in a favorable light. But I, I guess also in order to be an ambassador, you have to be out there in a certain capacity, right? Like you, you have to be having your face shown enough. Like there, there has to be enough opportunities for you to be the ambassador, I guess. Right. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's, I mean, a good ambassador, it's like someone who's like, oh man, that guy, you know, I've never heard anybody have a bad thing to say about him or, uh, <laughs> he's, he's got me on that one there. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you, um, I guess the example I, I pointed to, and I don't want to draw this out again because I don't want to make another debate, but Ian said, uh, Connor McGregor and, or Michael Jordan or Michael Jordan, but uh, Michael uh, Jordan, I mean, fantastic. But I, but the thing about Michael Jordan is, I know he talked trash to the players, but he didn't get involved in uh, political debate or anything. He didn't get involved in like the social, you know, any of the social things that would kind of alienate other people. So he, he, to me, he's more. I would agree with Michael Jordan. That's like one of the best ambassadors, but he wasn't involved in a lot of controversy at all. Mm. So anyway, I don't want to I don't want to get back into the whole thing. I just wanted to say that after reading all the after reading all the uh, comments from people, I, I thought about it, and I think you and James are right. It could be it could be whoever draws you to the sport. It's really yeah. an individual an individual thing. I mean, like when I think about a good ambassador for the sport of bodybuilding, you know, I mean, Jay was always a great ambassador. Lee Haney, maybe the best of all time. Yeah, yeah, you know, Lee Haney just. I don't know. Everything about that dude just screamed like leader, great ambassador, just entirely positive. I mean, and, th and that was in addition to the extreme amount of success that he had. So mm. I don't know. That's a tough, that's a tough one. I guess, like you said, it could be a lot of different things to a lot of different people. That's why I think it was the toughest one of all of them, because it was like, everybody kind of has their own feeling of who they look at the most kind of thing. Right. James, how are you? I'm good. I'm very good. I think Annika just wanted to say hello quickly. Because oh. she saw she saw that Evan was on. She's just like, I'm gonna say hello. Hello. Uh, hello Evan, what's up? I thought I have to come and say hi. So she thought uh, she'd come. So good yeah. to see you. So. Happy, right. New Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Bye bye. <laughs> She's back. Yeah, from no, I'm good, man. I'm good. Not too bad. Not when too did bad. she get? When did she get back from Norway? She disappeared one day. I don't know. No, <laughs> when did she? When did she? <laughs> when did she come back? Clean. <laughs> when did she come back? It's only been a few days. It's only been a few days. How was your Christmas? Nice, just quiet, man. Just chilling, really. Me and the cat, quiet. Did you I like guys, it. Did, did you guys exchange gifts at all? You and Yannick? Yeah, we did it. Actually, we did it like when she got back. So I waited for her. What did you? Uh, what did you get her? Uh, I got her a nice uh, a teapot with like a dish and a um, the the cup and the pot are all one, and it's just enough to serve one. So you basically, you get like two to three cups of tea out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's great because it stays warm. It keeps the mug hot underneath because obviously the cup is housing the teapot. So it's just yeah. a nice little, because she likes tea. Evan would appreciate this. Um, yeah, so yeah, teapot. And then I think I've got her some perfume, um, a, a MacBook cover for a, a MacBook. I didn't go mad. We don't go mad. We only get like All a couple right. of bits. Yeah. Which, which James, you get? remember a while ago, I posed the question about a good uh, Irish breakfast tea. Yeah. You guys were right. You got, everybody said Yorkshire. And like 100%, it was right. Fuad, do you drink tea? Yeah, sometimes. Not often. That means, that means no. No proper tea. No. No. Okay, what, I'll be honest. When I'm sick, I drink coffee. <laughs> <When I'm sick. laughs> what, what do you drink? Lemon zinger? 
No, uh, Orange Pico. <laughs> nice. I've never even heard of it. I've never heard of this. I'm not. A, I, know, I, I know your Yorkshire tea, your PG tips, you know, your Earl Grey, your Twinings. Ben, ben promised me next time I go to Texas, he'll get me a proper, proper tea proper tea to have so i can enjoy a, a tea the way the, the english people enjoy it no. right, what do you what do you drink what do you drink evan i know you got a refined palate <laughs> um at at the uh, taking the advice of I, I made a post a while ago and everybody uh shouted out yorkshire yeah. yorkshire gold so just for a good black tea you know like an irish breakfast type tea yeah. And dude, it is it's strong, it's it's smooth, it's definitely the best one I've I've had so far. What did you drink before they told you what was good though? Twinings, Irish breakfast. Yeah. How, is that good? James? And it was good. And it was good, oh, but Yorkshire blows it away. Yeah. How often do you drink tea? Twice a day. Seriously? Seriously. Morning and night. Do you drink coffee? So, uh sometimes, sometimes. Ah, uh, see, that's why I drink coffee. <laughs> <laughs> can't drink coffee and tea. You, so you got to pick one. It's kind of true. You normally find that people are more so one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're not going to drink two teas and two coffees. Not right? normally. Unless you're right. I don't know. Tea's just kind of like delicate. I mean, I, I, I like coffee, but it could be so. St- See, now, now I sound like a fucking wimp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not I'm so thinking delicate. Now. He does with the pinky out and everything, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> I'll put this <laughs> ian do you drink tea no i don't drink coffee either though you don't drink anything not really no what do you like water so, so you're not a stim guy at all do you, do you take stims before you train uh in pr- contest season yeah off season not a ton no. no so you just get a lot of sleep and you're just you got your natural energy you don't use anything no like- i'm not a very person I, I sleep a lot and when i train i just like do it you know uh, evan, i respect you, that i respect evan, that a lot evan do you drink tea for any of the stem properties or just for the taste or just because you no, it's I, just, I like the taste and i think like you know when you have something hot after a meal it just um i don't just digest really well so i, I just kind of like it in that regard but no, not not for any like energy or anything like that. But I I could have like a triple espresso, and I, I don't really feel anything from it to be honest. Really? Yeah. I wonder why. You've always been like that, or just like you toler- have a tolerance? I don't know. Um, I've never been a big stim guy, so it's not like I've like um, you know, developed the tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I could have a coffee and go to sleep. It just doesn't bother really? me. James. Are you the same way? I, I, no, to be fair, I often find myself have a coffee in the evening when I'm on here playing the PlayStation in the evening. Like, um, you know, it might be it might be at 9 p.m. and I'll have coffee just because... It doesn't keep you up? No. And I don't, but I am a stim junkie, so I'll probably burn everything out. You've just <laughs> desensitized I, I, That's why I've got no hair and I look like I do. And I look just like, <laughs> got so much caffeine. So, uh, yeah, I, I've overdone it, definitely. How often do the English drink tea? Um... Depends on, like my on, on average. Like 10, my, someone like my mother, like a proper English woman, fucking 10 times a day. Really? Eh? Like literally, it's like as often. So back in the day, it was like a fag cup of tea, a fag a cup of tea. So a cigarette. Those listening, cup of tea. For those listening, a fag is a cigarette. Yeah, a cigarette, so, not, so, not a fag. We don't want to get, right? can, yeah. get cancelled. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Different thing here. But yeah, so it would be like rotation of the two all day. Because oh. when your friends come over, like my, my sister, my, like, my aunt, you'd come over and my, 
my mum would be like, fancy a cup of tea? And that's what they do. See, I, fancy I can, a cup of tea. I can, get, I, I can get into tea drinking if we're doing it like that. Yeah. Like yeah. socially. It's cool. It's social. No, social. if I'm gonna drink, if I'm gonna drink ten cups a day and hack darts every time, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> this is so. This is so great. I feel like I belong in England. You're like if there's a, if there's a cigarette. I, I feel like you do. Ian's like if there's a cigarette involved, I'm in. Yeah, I'll smoke darts all day for sure. <laughs> so do you actually like cigarettes? Well, Pardon? Do you actually like cigarettes? Uh, socially on occasion, sure. Yeah, it's just weird. Like it's so weird because times have changed so much since. When they were very, very common, and then they got banned from being smoked indoors, and then there's none at all now. Like I don't see yeah. them ever. Well, yeah. back back in Marcus Rule days, when he would like do a bodybuilding video and smoke on, like, <laughs> yeah. in the video, and then go do a smoke in the parking lot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Honestly, it's not, it's not the same anymore. It's un, it's not accepted. You remember anymore. when you used to be able to sit in a? You could sit in like a restaurant, and there'd be a smoking area. I remember. Yeah. I, I just think I flew on a plane last year, or the year before. I can't remember, and it was like a fucking ashtray. Yeah, it, yeah. it was, it was all toilets. Yeah. And I'm like, people used to actually sit on a plane and fucking smoke. Yeah. Well, do you remember then Fouad for a while in Canada? Then uh, Tim Hortons had like the glassed off sections. Oh my God. Those <laughs> felt so weird, right? They have like a, yeah. glass, a glass room where all like the dirty people go and fucking yeah, they smoke. Sat there and smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had them in airport, airports for a little while. Yeah. Airports they got, I mean, some Vegas airports still have them. You can smoke in where those little confined areas with slot machines are. You can still yeah, smoke in Vegas machines. airports. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Evan, do you ever smoke any? You smoke at all? You smoke weed or cigarettes or anything? No, um, I mean, I haven't smoked weed, no, n- never cigarettes. Weed, not in a long time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. To be honest, I just don't like. Yeah, like maybe like uh, if it was like um, weed with I don't know what a vaporizer is that what they fucking use? Yeah. Like, so that it's it's not smoke. I mean, just the idea of breathing smoke just doesn't really appeal to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the sense. Yeah, no. So, so is it like health conscious or is it just I don't like it? No, I mean just like breathing smoke to me is just kind of gross. What about cigar? What about cigars? Because you don't breathe in cigars. I've never I've never smoked one. Never tried honest. a cigar either? Yeah. No, I mean I love the smell of a pipe. I could see um, you smoking a pipe, especially in that sweater. Yeah, I can. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a pipe sweater for sure. That goes with the footwear. <laughs> yeah. You put the slippers on, you get the pipe out. <laughs> Evan can, yeah, Evan can smoke a pipe for sure. The pipe tobacco just smells so good, you know? Yeah, it does. Do you ever smoke yeah, a hookah? Have you ever tried it? I know you've traveled a lot. Have you ever tried a hookah? No, never. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that actually smells kind of nice. I've smelled it before. That's what I thought of when you thought of this, when you said the smell of a pipe smells good. I thought of a hookah because it smells good. Too. Right, right. Oh. Yeah. So, um, yeah. listen, so listen, I, I wanted to... I thought we'd go over the Arnold's real quick. Do you guys want to talk about the Arnold's for a minute? Yeah, sure. sure. Where I, everyone everyone's dieting now. They're um, I don't know what. Yeah. What are we? How many weeks out are we now? Eight. About eight weeks now? out now. Nine. Nine. Yeah. Nine. nine. I think it's yeah. nine. Yeah. All right. So I got the list here. Uh, it's a pretty good list. It's a pretty deep lineup. It's all, honestly a really good list. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ian, who stands out to you right away as like the probably the uh, favorite curry obviously brandon curry right yeah, yeah yeah james you feel the same oh absolutely yeah evan do you know yeah, all these guys evan yeah yeah i mean brandon of course is the immediate favorite who is the guy who can break out here and like become brett brett right yeah, Brett's Brett, the breakout yeah. star for sure here yeah what about can regan break out here because regan's got a new he, coach he could for he's... sure yeah 
I mean, that's that's a good that's a good one as well. Regan could be as well because Regan seems to be hitting his stride now. With uh, the Halo. only thing with Regan is why why I put Brett is more of a breakout is because Brett is a lot newer. Regan, like it would be an improvement for Regan, but I think Regan's also been in the pro league for like four or five years, right? Well, I, I guess I don't mean it as breakout. I mean more like the guy we're all waiting for that all of a sudden, like dark horsey kind of uh, yeah, dark horse yeah. that you don't expect to be in the top three, and all of a sudden is like, wow, that guy fucking really showed up, you know. Yeah, no, I, I see – I don't see Regan in the top in the top three. I see him battling for it to get in the top five, but I think to get in the top five is realistic for him. Okay, wait, let's go through it. So I'm going to – what happened? Oh, okay, wait. Let me just get let's, let, Before we go any further, let's be honest. I mean, really and not, not technically speaking and not on paper, but the best bodybuilder in this lineup is Cedric. If he were to if he were to come in full on, you know, the way that he could look, he is the best bodybuilder in this lineup. Yeah. So it was like go ahead, James. On sorry. Point. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say Evans uh Evans always been a huge fan of Cedric. Um yeah. so you so let's just hypothetical. Let's say Evan, let's say Cedric shows up the way we all want him to show up. Does he beat Brandon Curry? Absolutely. I don't think so. But like that. So we got yeah, we got a little bit of a yeah. Ian is saying I don't think so, but I'm saying imagine he shows up the way he could. No, he I mean st- statistically, Brandon is going to beat Cedric. Yes. But in terms of both of them at their full potential, Cedric okay. crushes everybody. I agree yeah. there. Yeah. The only reason I don't agree, and at this point, even if Cedric was to be much improved is only basing it off Cedric's last performance. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think his last performance wasn't only lacking conditioning; it also it downsized. Like he was downsized, and I don't know yeah, if he's going to be back to 100 form. That's good enough to beat a Curry who was just at his best form right. eight weeks. Ago, you know, it's not even a matter yeah. of months. Yeah, it's almost. No, like, I agree. It's almost like Cedric took a couple steps back, so he's almost got to get back to his previous. Yeah, like like Brandon is playing improvement time where Cedric's playing catch up. You know, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. I can right. see that. That's I can see point. that. Okay, so let's um, let's go back. Okay, so let's try and base it on people's history plus what we think they're going to show up like. Not, you know, like, yep. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. So, okay, so all of us think Brandon is the favorite. Is that true? Yeah. Do we know yeah. who this uh, this Fabio guy is? Okay. We can look him up. This is the only name on the list I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I'm not too sure. Are we sure nobody can beat Curry here? No, people can. I mean, he's, I mean, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, he is second in the world. We're not saying can beat him. We're just saying we think he'll win. Yeah. Who can? Statistically, who, who, like, if you're looking at like, like probability here. Okay, who can beat him here? I know William has beat him, so William could beat yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, technically William. William him, yes. Can anybody I mean, else? Technically William, technically Cedric. I mean, you know, I think Nathan, if he was really on, I mean, it, it depends, you know? Well, I'm I'm confused about Nathan now because Nathan was really really good in Prague, and Regan and, and Samson fourth, and, and Regan show. and Samson both beat him. So I'm really confused yeah. about like where I want to where I have to place Nathan now. Okay. The only thing with Nathan is he loses a lot of ground in the back shots, right? Yeah, I think his overall mass is is smaller than people too. Like not yeah. his muscularity, but his overall structure is smaller. Size, yeah. So who's the guy you want to look up, Fabio? Giga? Yeah. Giga? 
what's the last? Brazilian. One? I'm assuming he's. I'm assuming he's good. I've never heard of him. I don't know how he got the invite or anything. I bit. Okay, he looks pretty good. Uh, share this with you guys. Maybe he's done well in an Arnold previously, like won a, an Arnold amateur overall or something. I don't know. Oh, this guy. Yeah, I've seen this guy. I mean, that's a pretty good. Is this morph? Well, at quite all? a crazy structure, isn't he? I was going to say it's a pretty good X frame. Yeah, yeah. waist is tiny. I wonder what the back looks like. There's did he win? See, he looks like he won the Arnold Amateur last year. I believe he did. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why he's got. That's how he's got. Oh, so he gets an Arnold. Same as um, Morgan Anstey had the year before. Okay. Okay. Morgan Anstey, sorry. I, I don't know if he's made a, a dramatic improvements at all since last year. I mean, no. I mean, he's not. I don't think he's a top five contender, but I mean, he looks solid for it being his first pro show potentially. I mean. If he's put a lot more mass on this structure, that could be very, very impressive. Yeah, I mean, obviously he needs to be. It's it's kind of like a not super clean look. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's it needs to be a little cleaner, crispier. But it's yeah, like you know, it just doesn't look super polished to me. But yeah. uh, but I mean, he's got a good shape, good amount of muscularity for sure. I mean, his arms are fucking huge. Yeah, yeah, I see that big big sweep on his quads. I mean, he's got potential for sure. Yeah. Okay, let's. Uh... Go back. Go back to the list. Okay. So Curry first. Who are we saying second? Yeah. Evan? Oh. You want to take uh, a shot? Probably Bonac in second. Bonac. Um, Ian? James? I, I would agree with Bonac for sure for second. I think right now. I'm just grabbing my water quickly. Too, so. Bonac. I'm torn here between what? Because Bonac beat me by one spot closely at the Olympia. So I'm like, if I put Bonac in second ahead of other, or if I put like Brett ahead of him, am I now saying that Brett's better than me? You know? So I'm like, <laughs> which, which way do I go about this? You know? <laughs> You're worried about your own placings. Really. Yeah, of course I am. You're worried about your own stock. You're like, I better not I can't, do... deva- I can't devalue myself. I was here, just you know? going to say, don't devalue your stock, brother. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Brett's going to be second. I have William third. Brett. After seeing the last uh, update of Brett, I was pretty impressed. Evan, do you when see I sp- when we and you saw him too when you spend time with Brett. Brett is big, man. Like Brett's got Brett's a lot huge. of muscle. Brett's fucking huge. He's in good shape for that muscularity. Like he's gonna be, he's gonna be good. Oops, what the fuck did I do? Uh, this is the last update. The thing Brett just has really going in his favor right now is his muscles like very fresh, like clean lines, you know? Yeah. Like, I saw like, this you... photo and at first I was like, who is that, Dennis Wolf? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, very I mean... clean, like especially when he's on stage, it's very nicely separated, it's polished, it looks healthy. It's like yeah, dude's, it's a... dude's got a really good physique, really well yeah. balanced. He comes in conditioned. He just has a great overall look. He's yeah. very, very symmetrical as well. Yeah. I think Brett's symmetry, is, symmetry is like even like symmetry. I mean, you have to, and you have to have, have to have the argument. Like, I mean, I know show to show is different, but I mean, he certainly pushed Hunter, and Hunter ended up fourth at the Olympia. So, I mean, you know, the potential to beat a guy like Bonac, who was sixth at the Olympia, is certainly there. Would you guys call me crazy if I said he reminded me of like a modern day Gary Stridham? No, I can see that. Gary's taller though, isn't he? I think so, but it's just he's got a very streamlined I mean, look. Look at that. That's a great physique. Yeah, it is. Yo, I'm just gonna log off here and call you back on the computer. Melissa's done on the computer here, so I'll just use that. Yep. Yep. So Evan, after seeing this, do you think he can? I mean, he's got to put on he admittedly said, like, I think he was 240 here or something like that. 
And he Looks said he's heavier. and he said he's put on, or maybe it was 242, 43, I can't remember, but he said he's put on like anywhere between five and ten pounds. So add five or ten pounds to this frame. I yeah, mean, I mean Bonac is not to be underestimated, but that said, I mean, I like his physique more. And you know, I think he's just a bigger overall guy and being bigger, great shape and coming in crisp like that. Yeah, I mean, I, he looks to me like a top contender for the first or second, you know. I think his conditioning is deaf. This is him now at nine weeks. So I think, yeah. I think he's definitely going to be in shape. Right. And uh, Matt, Matt Jansen's his coach who seems to be like nailing preps yes. left, left and right. Yeah. Right. Miss, he? No, it doesn't seem like it lately anyway, but um, this is him. Yeah. I mean, he could easily be second place. That's him next to Hunter. Hunter won the show. Hunter was fourth at the Olympia. Yeah. And he beat Max Charles. He beat Mo Shaban. He beat uh, Roley. Roley was a little off. At, not a little. Roley was really off at the show, but um, he beat Roley too. So he beat some good names. Yeah. And he pushed. And he pushed Hunter hard. Like, yeah, yeah. I think Hunter out- outmasked him. Yeah, I mean, he's. I, in my opinion, he's. He has the better of the two physiques. Between who? Uh, between him and Hunter. Oh, between him and Hunter. I just like his look better. Yeah. Which isn't anything against Hunter because I think Hunter has an excellent physique as well. Yeah. He's got a very clean look. Like it's very, um, it's really clean. It just looks good. It's almost, it's aesthetically pleasing. It's, he's got kind of all the right shape. Everything is really balanced and even proportions are good. Definitely. Like, um, here's and it looks side. hyper muscular. Just it looks side really tricep. muscular. So nice. This is one of the nicest side triceps out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so, and I can only imagine with the rate that he's improving that he will be significantly better than that. You know. All right, so you know what, my second place then would be Brett. Oh, we got a switch. Yep. Evan goes to Brett. James, do you want to re- reconsider? I could easily, but I'm going to put Brett in third for now. Right. And then, but it's not because I don't think I, I think Brett can win the show if someone comes in off. Right. Yeah, like Bart. I'll just say what I think might happen. Okay, um, tough lineup, Ian. Who do you got in third? Bonac. Bonac. Where did Where did Kuklo place at the Olympia? I don't even know. Kuklo didn't Ian, make it to the Olympia. Olympia. Thanks to me. <laughs> Thanks to uh, Ian. Okay. Thanks to Ian. He didn't qualify. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. That so would explain it. Kuklo was second at Texas, and then he was uh, second. No, third. Third at the Arnold. Third at the Arnold. So he didn't qualify. Um, but he's here and he's probably got a lot of fucking, uh, he probably wants to re, um, reestablish himself. So yeah, you could certainly put Kuklo in third. I mean, it's, it's him and Bonac is definitely a toss up. I mean, you know, I, think, I mean, me and Bonac were close at the Olympia and me and Steve were close on both shows we did. So, I mean, you could arguably make a, a case for him being third for sure. I, I mean, Kuklo's good. I mean, he's big. He comes in shape. I mean, he's, he's impressive. Yeah, you got. I think you, the biggest thing for him is just going to be if his conditioning is crisp enough to beat a guy like Bonac, you know? Right, 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 right. So, Evan, are you putting Kuklo in third or Bonac in third? I'm going to stick with Bonac in third, but I'd put Kuklo in fourth. Bonac, Kuklo. I'll agree with Bonac or with uh, Kuklo in fourth. Kuklo, fourth. James? Um, I don't think Kuklo would be fourth. Um, I think either. I think the likes of it depends if Akim comes in, like how he could. He, I know he didn't get it right at the Olympia, 
but we have seen him very good. We yeah. have seen him fantastic, and I think him at his best can still probably pinch pinch a spot on 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 on, on what I see Kuko doing. I, I think I think Ian beats Kuko quite easily, and I think Akim could beat Kuko not quite as easily, but could still beat him. So you're going to put Akim in fourth? Yeah, I think so. If he comes in now, I think he can, and I think he will because. I, I can't be happy with his Olympia look because he's been better. Okay. It's getting tougher I'm now. Speaking so, for him, but that's what I would think. so we'll just do tough. I, I think we should just do top five or six. So who do you have fifth Ian or Ian or Evan? Who do you have? Do you have somebody in mind for six? <sighs> Either Justin or Nathan, Justin or Nathan. I mean, it could Pick be Justin, one. Nathan or Akeem. That's like the next three, in my opinion. Pick one. <sighs> I'm going to say, I'm going to say Akeem. I'll say Evan, Justin just to be Evan different. Says Akeem and Justin. Okay, I'm gonna go completely different. Samson, you're gonna say? No, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Cedric in fifth. Cedric in fifth. That's fair. <laughs> I'm gonna say there's Kirk. such a battle in that in that middle group with guys like Nathan, uh, Regan. You know, Brett, Muhammad, like Akeem, Justin, like those guys are all so close. Raphael, I mean, that's a really close group of guys that have kind of flip-flopped a lot in shows, you know? I think I think after first, it's all very, like, it's not all, but there's yeah, at, no, the sure. second through six or second through seven is, like, all very close. Very tight, yeah. yeah. Bodybuilding's been like that, though, this last year, too. I mean, like, oh. other than, you know, Nick was kind of, <laughs> Nick was kind of a standout, but a lot of shows were, like, yeah, kind of hard to, hard to call. Well, yeah, the yeah. post Olympia shows you're flip flopping between Raphael said, um, Raphael, Samson, Nate, Nathan, yeah, Samson. Okay, Mar- Mar- they're all like around physique. there, aren't they? Sorry, what'd you say, Evan? The kid Raphael's got a great physique. I like his physique. He's really good too. He's Amazing. a lot bigger. He's a lot bigger than I thought. I said something on a recent podcast. I feel bad about it. I think I said he was like two thirty five or something like that. Apparently, he's like two fifty something. Hmm. So I completely he botched that aside, He Look, he looks amazing. He still obviously needs a little more muscle, though. No, I know. I know not all 250 is an equal 250, but I just, yeah. you know, how people get, like, I don't want to be I'm like, a, oh, I'm yeah. a big fan. I mean, he's got obviously one of the yeah. prettiest physiques up there, for sure. I, just Especially didn't... Front. I mean, his front double, front lat, front relaxed, or, yeah. I mean, almost second to none right now, you know? I didn't realize how thick he was, because him and Samson, like, Samson goes on stage at, like, 275 or something, because he's tall, or even, I don't know, even more, or a little bit less, I don't know, but, but, uh, Raphael held his own size wise next to Samson. So what was the what was you what'd you usually compete at, Evan? Like a- average weight? Um the, the years were like a 2011, 12, like when I was doing really, really well, um, I was right around 260. Yeah. The, the yeah. year that I won the flex, I was I think 250 or 255. Yeah. When I won New York, I was 249. Yeah. About the same. Yeah. What do you think your best look was, Evan? flex uh i really liked the year i did the flex pro and then the arnold that was 2011 i mean that was probably my favorite but new york really? was a good look too did you do that flex pro fuad yeah it was third and yeah, you were was, third, right? yeah. dexter was second and evan was first yeah. i thought i could have beat dexter at that show only because you you were really good at that show dexter was a remember there was a like a little lull in dexter's career where he was like mm-hmm. after yeah. two, after 2008 when he won the olympia there was like i think maybe 10, 11, 12, where he wasn't as sharp as always. Yeah, he had like a few shows back to back that were off. And then all of a sudden he would, he fixed whatever was wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I caught him. And I thought I could, I could have beat him at that show, but he is Dexter. So whatever. 
Mm. But um, yeah, that, that was a really good showing for you. How did you feel about your Arnold showings? How many years did you do the Arnold's, Evan? Jeez, I think I did like five or six of them. How did you feel? Because I feel like you didn't always get what you deserved at the Arnold, or you, maybe you weren't as happy with your placings at the Arnold. Or your highest Arnold placings. Not, not, not placings, but your showings. Like, were you as right. happy the way you showed up? Were you as happy with the way you showed up at the Arnold's? I feel like the first year I did the Arnold, which was 2011, was two weeks after the Flex Pro. Yeah. And I remember going on stage and, like, actually feeling big, which you yeah, never feel. Hard. Yeah, hard. that's hard. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, like, I feel like a fucking tank. Yeah. And, um, like, I just was full and I felt hard. And uh, I, I was thrilled with the way I looked. And I think I got, like, fourth. And I, I honestly felt like I was better than fourth. But, you know, like, I saw a lineup the other day. I think it was the year I took third. And um branch and dennis placed ahead of me and um you know like in some shots i'm like yeah you know there's a couple shots where i felt like i was better than them but in totality yeah i mean i don't, I don't think i got ripped off or anything um, well i guess i i didn't mean as much with the judges i just meant more person because like me personally i know my worst showings were the arnold so right. i'm like were you happy with what you came to the arnold with like the biggest shows 11 and 12 i was really happy yeah what, how many well, years? 2011 in particular was just on. How many years did you do the Olympia? Only twice. What were your places at the Olympia? Uh, eighth and 13th. I was definitely never happy with the way I looked at the Olympia. Do you think bigger shows? I'm not shows, feeling. Do you think bigger shows got a hold of you a little bit mentally? A thousand percent. Okay. I thought, okay, that just, I, I'm, make, I'm just making myself feel better because they always fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, man, it fucks with you. It fucks with you real good. It's yeah. funny because I'm the complete opposite. The small shows are the ones that fuck with me and the big shows are the ones I like let it off. Why? Because you're like, because like the small shows, I feel like I have to win it. Like if I show up at uh... like New York Pro or t Texas, I'm like, I am supposed to win this show. Like yeah. I'm here. I'm a seventh place at the Olympia guy. I'm supposed to win this, you know, anything yeah. less is a failure. So like in my mind, it's like, I, I'm here. I have to win. And then at the that Olympia, I don't ever feel like I have to win the Olympia. Like not yet. Obviously I've never felt that. So I go and I'm like, fuck yeah, let's just fucking do it. You know, like, see, I felt yeah, the opposite. I always, I always felt like the smaller shows. I'm like, I can win this. So I would like, my mind wouldn't focus as much on the competition as much as it would on just training hard. But yeah. then when I got to the bigger shows, I was like, <laughs> No matter how good I look, I'm not going to beat X or Y or whoever it is, right? So I'm like, I had I always had a problem with being definitely fifth or definitely 10th or definitely, you know, like that bothered me. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the, as I've got, obviously, like done a little better, uh, I, like this year's Olympia, like the Arnold was like super low stress. Like I was like, you know, if I had ended up third or whatever, like, you know, I, I was happy. Like, you know, I knew I looked good. I didn't really care, but going into the Olympia, especially because me and Hunter had flip flop placings a couple times. And like, I felt the expectation of like, okay, I got to keep, you know, yeah, moving yeah, ahead yeah. of Hunter. And when Hunter placed ahead of me, that was like one where I was like, fuck, you know, I fucked up here. Um, but that was really the only person like, you know, was, was that, or maybe Bonnick, I thought I could have edged out, but um, yeah. you know, it's, I, I never felt the pressure the same in the bigger shows. No. James, how do you feel about the smaller shows versus the big? I mean, you've done the Olympia now, so I know it didn't go your way, but I just going into the small shows. I, how didn't, do you feel? I didn't feel any pressure for the Olympia, honestly. I felt fine. Um, it's just that's why it's kind of frustrating because I felt good going into it. So do you feel you know, it's, it's the one time where I felt good going into it and then not go right for me personally. So but I feel, feel more pressure at the smaller shows because, again, I feel like I'm of a certain level where I should be doing well in those. 
Yeah. You know, um, so I get what Ian says, because you're turning up to those. And once you've won a couple of pro shows, you don't want really to go backwards. You know, you, yeah. you, you have to continue going forward. So it's very difficult mentally to go into those um, relaxed because you're like, shit, if I fuck this up today, my stock's gone down. Like, that's kind of how yeah. I feel. As the Olympia, I'm like, I was like, I was so chill because like, it's my first one. And I was pretty sure I was going to do better than I did. So mentally, I was all right. Um, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. Evan, how do you, you don't approach it the oh, same way, are we, right? Are we all going to ignore James' upper pecs blasting out of his shirt? <laughs> no, they're ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry, boys. What the this fuck is, my is day that? Off. <laughs> He's the only one that could pull off that fucking sweater. To be fair, like, though, everyone has that here. They just, I'm the only one showing it. Okay. <laughs> I don't have it anymore. My my tits dro- droop down a bit. Have you ever heard the term cheeseburger tits, Evan? Cheeseburger tits? Yeah. Uh, never. I, I don't know. what look like a little melty cheeseburger, you know? I don't like know why. Of- <laughs> you know, you get that fat that goes from like your nipple across to your back. <laughs> or pancake ass. Yeah, we, uh, call it, we call that a cheeseburger tit when the fat just goes across. Oh, I, I think you coined the, you coined the term food. Really. Well, I didn't. Paul actually Paul's the one who used to say it to me, so it just kind of went from there. Now all my comments on my Instagram are like a girl in like a wife beater. Like yeah. when I think of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what, that's good. Yeah. Um. Okay. I just actually I just want to look at this real quick because I I pulled it up. Evan, do you remember they used to do the Arnold on a platform? They still do it. Do they? I stood on a platform this year. Uh, oh yes, 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 yes. I didn't. I didn't recall you did. That's uh, okay. That's yeah. great. I like the platform idea. Yeah, it's about uh, maybe four feet, five feet wide and long. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you walk Dude. up like two, three stairs and across to it. It's the same this year. How fucking hot are those lights? Oh, I oh, know. Man. Brutal. Yeah. The so one thing I do like about this year. Sorry, go ahead. You just don't expect that. You walk out there, when you inhale, you could actually feel the heat in your lungs. Yeah. The one thing I did like about this Arnold, though, especially because I'm fucking terrible in my back shots, is the jumbotrons were right in front of you. So when you hit your back shots, you could see your back, which I really like with the Arnold. Look at fucking... You're actually really good here, Evan. Like You're, you're, standing, you're, standing, you're standing next to two Hall of Famers. <laughs> you came second yeah, that in the was Arnold? 2012, I think. That I, I typed in 2011, but who knows what... It says 2011 here. This it was is 11 and 12 by the similar lineup. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh... What year did you come second in the Arnold? Uh, I don't think... No, I, I never did. Only third. Third was the yeah. best I ever did. That twice. And that's 12, right? <laughs> yeah. This face, though. I don't know how... That's... Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, we won't watch it. <laughs> He's such an asshole. I'm not an asshole. It's fucking. This is the face that I'm not showing. <laughs> um, no, those were those were good lineups. You know, you look it's back. The front relax. Look at the size of that front relax. Yes, yeah, fucking stupid. Where's the right. that? Where? Where? James? It's on the right. Just the front relax there on the right. Down. Right. 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 This? Yeah, it was in that. It was in that column on the right. It's gone now. Oh okay. Oh, on the right. Yeah, it was where the, the where the Martinez picture is. But I'm like, this isn't Evan. No. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I just I'm just kind of going over the I forget how good the lineups were, right? You got Dennis Wolf, Branch Warren, mm-hmm. Victor Martinez. That's like yeah, that's brilliant. this is crazy. These guys all could have been Mr. Olympias at one point. Absolutely. Anyway, uh back to our I'm so I'm the one who hasn't gone yet. Actually, James, did you pick a fifth? Uh let me bring you back, bring you back to the 
Do you pick a fifth here? I would probably, I would probably say Nathan off track record. Nathan. Justin does look really good right now. I'll give him that. Justin's very good. Yeah. And I, and again, don't count out Samson. There none yeah, of Samson it. You can't do. you can't count out any of them. Like Yamosha Bob looks great right now. Samson's a freak. Two I'm gonna don't realize say, how bubbly he is. I'm gonna say Curry, Brett, Bonac, Regan. Reagan. Uh, no. You have Kukul that low. Yeah. I Kukul. feel like Samson could be the next. I was going to say he Samson. Up, yeah. could be the next big thing. Yeah. I'm going to put Samson. No, wait. <laughs> Shit. Do it. Well, I'm, thinking, it. I'm just thinking Nathan, too. Well, you've got to pick one, mate. I know. I think Samson's got the best genetics out of everybody on the entire lineup. I think if Samson had enough size, he would be very yeah. impressive. If he got a bit more shoulders and back. Evan, have you seen Samson? Uh, is it Milos that helps him? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I follow Milos and I've seen yeah. some photos, but but bring some up. Let me see some good yeah. ones. His shape Samson. is just like, it is yeah, crazy remarkable from all angles. His back has come up a bit from last year already. Oh, yeah. No, he's, he's, but the, the bubbliness is what like, I just think is crazy. Oh, yeah, looks good. I can find you some. He's got stage. really good quads. He's got massive chest. I think we forgot Samson in the in the best chest category. Oh, his chest is nuts. Yeah. Huge chest. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> he is very good. Uh, let's see if I can find a stage shot here somewhere. That's a back shot. So his back is the only what has been his weakness. Right. But he's working on it, and it seems to be getting better. Definitely improving. He's just got like, if you look like how his quad comes out of the knee and his calves come out, like they're just poppy, like full. Yeah, yeah he's got a cool physique. Uh, trying to find, there we go. That's a good shot there. That's his front double. Just very aesthetic, very pleasing to look at. I just love his quads. Yeah. Yeah, it looks nice. <clears throat> yeah, and he's been getting progressively better with his conditioning. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a, over a couple shows that wasn't great, and then he started to get a little better. And I'm but sure he's trying to. He's just hanging. What did you say, Evan? Who did this? I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't him. It wasn't He's him. DFE, DFE Media. Is Why? This is not serious. What? <laughs> <laughs> you can't, I know. You can't. But it's not that far. Him. It's not that far off, Evan. Think about it. If oh, just, come on, dude. If it's just sim on. similar what? structure. Okay, Good wait boy. a minute. I'm not saying he's as good as Flex Wheeler. I'm saying this exact photo. If you had, if he had bigger shoulders, yeah, right? Shoulders and back. What is it that really is that far off other than the shoulders? The quads and the ab lines. But I mean, other than that, the, the, the if it, it was a silhouette, it, if it was just a silhouette, it would be pretty close. All, I mean, yeah. they both have they both have two arms and two legs. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to look no, like anyone. No, I'm, I'm sorry. For me, no. And I, I this guy has a great physique, but for me, that's a hard no. Okay, can I? I just want to say it's very interesting how bodybuilding is like a game of inches, right? So, at first glance, you're like it's okay, right? But then I I see what you're saying, Evan. It's like and Ian. The like, more you look at it, the waist, the waist, even it's only like a couple inches or an inch, it makes a big difference. And then the legs have another inch on them. The detail is deeper, obviously. So I see the point, Evan. But I guess all all I'm saying is if you had former Flex Wheeler on stage with current yeah, Samson. Samson. 
Yeah. I think you would see a glaring, glaring difference. I don't think you would find so many similarities between the two of them. Yeah. yeah. I think what people were doing when they made this was just saying that there are modern day bodybuilders that have good aesthetics. Yeah, so I don't think anybody was saying like the same, but I think people are, I remember when Samson and Regan were, or Samson and Raphael and Regan were all competing at those uh, European shows. People were pretty like happy about it. Cause they're like, wow, you know what? Aesthetic bodybuilding is coming back. Cause Raphael, Regan and Samson right. all have that really nice flow to their physique. So I think sure, people sure. were just, just kind of pointing it out, but I do agree with you. Flex is on a, is a different level than everybody, but um. So that's Samson. I don't know. I don't know. So going back to this, my fourth place, my fifth place, <sighs> Justin Rodriguez too, eh? Because Justin Rodriguez was what? Ninth at the Olympia? Eighth. Eighth at the Olympia. Yeah, Justin. Wait. Yeah, he was, was he one spot behind me or two? I think he was one. He might've been eighth. Might've been eighth. Bam was 10. Nine was Akim, eight was Justin. Justin. Yeah. Fuck. I'm going to go Justin. I think I botched this one big time. Last minute adjustments. <laughs> I'm probably going to change it. I'm going to change it 10 times between now and the, and the Arnold's anyway. <laughs> this is not my final selection. I'm making that very clear now. Anyway. Uh, okay. What's going on? Evan, what's new, man? Um, you're coaching that, you're coaching again or more or yeah. more now yeah did i ever tell you about this painting in the background <laughs> no tell us <laughs> it's a scene of the boston tea party <laughs> it was it was a gift from the queen of england okay i thought you said it was something most the guy from spain <laughs> just no i made that story up oh this is the new one this is the real one this, this is the real, real story, story. <laughs> No, um, no, seriously, you're coaching again, like more. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I, 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 you know what? I never stopped. I just really never advertise the fact that I do. Um, so I was like, yeah, you know what? Let me throw some stuff up there. How many clients? Time do you have? Year. How many clients do you train now, or coach? At any given time, usually it's about twenty to thirty people. How many? So think, how many do you think you can coach before it's too much? Before it starts to interfere with your life i mean i can tell you there's a big difference between 20 and 30 the big difference i mean i think once you would probably get over 50 it probably gets kind of nutty yeah well you have other stuff going on too right so you're not full like i know ben coaches like 100 people but he's also a full-time coach so yeah same thing i mean my buddy chris tuttle it's all he does i mean that dude brings his laptop with him like he's like driving in the car and his wife uh, his wife's driving and he's in the passenger seat like yeah. If he takes like five minutes away from the computer, he comes back to like 80 emails. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's a whole different animal. So what, are you retired now? What's going on? Have you made an official retirement statement? Are you not no, retired? No, actually, I've just re-signed with Animal for another year. Okay. Um, so definitely more to do there. But in, in terms of competition, yeah, I don't know. Um, to, to be totally honest, I mean, I'm not ruling it out, but that might be it. You're kind of in the limbo place I was for like three years. Yeah, it's the world that made it up. It's the world situation, though, isn't it, Evan? It's like it's not really, it's not really you. It's the last three years on Earth. It's fucked. Uh, 
yeah, it's just, I, I it's, it's, maybe it's just hard to come to grips with it. And like, it's like, I, like mentally, I don't feel done, but then like physically, well, you know, when it comes down to training, I don't quite feel able to train the way that I would need to, to look the way that I want to look. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it's, it's frustrating. That's the is part. That, like, is that from an injury perspective or mentally or like what, how, what? Yeah. Just some, you know, accumulated injuries. Yeah. that's the play that's where i was for three years that's why people were like you're fucked you keep flip-flopping and i'm like yeah because my brain is like get the fuck back on stage my body's like fuck you i'm done yeah you've just you've done enough to me leave me alone yeah oh it's frustrating um what about career-wise what's going on that way so you know there's animal uh there's the coaching there's actually i haven't really said much but it's been almost the past year um, where I, I started early last year, uh, studying, getting licensed and, and for different things. Uh, but a longtime friend of mine works in the financial industry as a um, financial advisor, financial planner. And um, for several years, he's been like, dude, you know, why don't you come over and work with me? It'd be great. You know, you'd be good in it. So starting early last year, I started making a move to do it. And um so it, it's basically, it's, it's all different types of financial services. So about half the business is insurance, right? So mm-hmm. disability insurance, life insurance, with the other half of it being, you know, investment minded, you know, yeah. retirement planning, things like that. So it, it's a big change of pace, but it's very interesting. It's stuff that, you know, a lot of guys, well, not only guys in this industry, but just anyone and everyone needs to be thinking about and, um, you know, I mean, probably one of the things that has hit me the hardest, you know, we've seen so many guys uh, pass away yeah. really long before their time, you know, no, you know, whatever, whatever the reason or reasons may be aside, the fact that it's just untimely. And I don't know what preparations or, you know, things that these guys had taken to, um, you know, what they maybe for their kids or for their family. But, you know, if I had to take a guess, I would probably say that a lot of them maybe didn't have a lot of things in place. And, you know, when I see GoFundMes, you know, for the kids or the families of, of bodybuilders who have passed away prematurely, knowing what I know, I just say, geez, there's really no reason for it. You know, a lot of these guys that, they could have coverage. It's attainable. It's it's highly affordable, and I think that a lot of guys it would it would take a lot of stress off them. I think they would they would feel good knowing that if something were to happen to them, that their family would be provided for. So, you know, I, I would love to reach out, you know, to the industry as a whole and say, hey guys, you know, I'm here to help if it's something you want help with. But there's no reason to, you know, not be thinking about this. And there's a lot of things that you can be doing, a lot of steps you can take um, to make sure that you're set up. Well, just for full disclosure, me and Evan had conversations about my own finances. We had a couple hurdles because of I'm in Canada and you're in the U.S., but we're going to continue talking about it because I am interested in doing more. But so it's good. Evan's like a full stop. You get your nutrition and training and then you get your financial services in place. You get your whole life. You, Evan will set up your whole life. <laughs> you want you want a painting? I get you a nice painting. <laughs> no, but seriously, if you guys 
listen, I'll be honest with you guys. So me and Evan sat down and as he could tell you, I don't know shit about like the back end of financial services and the insurance industry and how all that works and what my potential earnings would have been. Or <clears throat> So uh, I guess what I want to say is if you don't know anything about it, don't hesitate. Evan doesn't judge. He doesn't like, didn't make me feel bad about not knowing certain things. No, no. I mean, <clears throat> so, look, the, the reality of it is that nobody knows anything about it unless you're involved in it or, you know, you have a family member. I mean, most of us find ourselves halfway through life, maybe not doing all the things that we could be doing. And because it's money, you know, we don't trust, you know, we might not have yeah. someone that feel that we can trust. Yeah. Um, so having, you know, I was always very lucky to have a close friend of mine in the industry. Um, you know, so a lot of people, unfortunately, end up doing nothing. And, yeah. you know, we really only get one crack at this. And, you know, the clock is ticking and we really want to be making the absolute most of what we're doing um, so that we're set up. I mean, I think we all have ideas about retirement, you know, working hard, but then enjoying, you know, the second part of our life, you know, when we retire and things we want to do. But then when you really uh, break it down and you start looking about what people have in place or don't have in place, you come to realize that a lot of people aren't really on track to do a lot of the things that they would like to do. So now is the time, you know, to start thinking about those things. And yeah, I mean, look, you know, anybody uh, who's interested, reach out to me. I'd, I'd be happy to help. Um, um, does, uh, I don't know. It's kind of a personal matter. So you guys can talk about what you want to, but James and Ian, you guys are kind of in the primes of your careers and you're doing well and all that. Do you guys have anything set up or are you looking forward to setting anything up or, do you guys even think about that shit? Because I didn't think about that shit when I was 31. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I was just like, whatever, I got money coming in. I don't care. Right. Yeah, I mean, to an extent, like, I have some, like, you know, savings accounts and investments and stuff like that that I put stuff in. But um, I'm obviously not, you know, as well-versed as I'm sure, obviously, someone like Evan is. Or, I mean, you've talked to him, know that kind of extent of stuff. I'm sure there's yeah. lots of more things I could be doing. Absolutely. Yeah. You know? But and that's something that I think a lot of people, you know, they don't realize it's like, it's just a conversation, yeah. you know, to say, hey, what do you have going on? Hey, maybe here's a couple ways in which I could help. Here's a couple ideas and things uh, for things you might be able to do to, you know, maximize what you're doing. And if you want to put it in place, great. I'm happy to help. If not, no big deal. It's literally just a conversation. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's always worth having. James, you were going to say something? Well, I, I always speak to Yannicka a lot about the future and stuff but i've just kind of like i'm always looking to i've got like most days of my life i end up talking about business somewhere or another not just business but also investments and every every possibility of where i am now and how i'm going forward and what to do um i'm like in a in a place right now where that's very much a consideration yeah and yeah. i'm willing to act heavily i'm just trying to format my next step but there is certainly these conversations being had um and to to a depth as well um mm -hmm. like i plan on number one having income from other you know avenues but also like to have something in place that when the time comes that i have something to retire to mm -hmm. or leave the children or you know whatever so definitely something i usually have this conversation at least once a day with yannicka so it's definitely something that I'm trying to move towards and she's very wise with money obviously she's from that um, you know, she's from the industry where, um, you know, investments and money and everything is spoke about 
daily. Yeah. Um, so I trust her opinion on things and how to how to spend my money, maximize my return. Also, how to set up you know a safety net for the future for whatever's going to happen or whatever's going to be left after. So, but definitely it's funny because you turn thirty and then that starts to really cross your mind a lot. Yeah, like, I never yeah. used to think about it at all in my twenties. No, nope. I was just like bodybuilding, bodybuilding, bodybuilding. Nothing else mattered. Uh, and then you reach an age where you start to become a little bit of a, I don't know, you're just different in your whole entire aura. Like I love being home in my house. You start to appreciate things you've put, you've bought. You you appreciate all the things that in your life you've accumulated over those twenty in the twenties. And then when you're thirties, you want to appreciate them and live them. Mm-hmm. And then and you, then you also start thinking about what about after. So yeah. obviously, I am definitely in that place. Well, I think it's a couple uh, things. In your twenties, you're not making any money. Or you're trying to get to the point where you are making money, and then yeah, because in twenties I was like, you just got to get really fucking good at something, and then yeah. money will come. I know in my twenties, I mean, unless you're a phenom, obviously like Nick Walker's in his twenties, he's probably making a fucking killing. So is Chris Bumstead. But for the most of us, it's like in my twenties, I was trying to get to the point where I was making money. I think I started finally making money in my thirties that I could yeah. like actually put away stuff and buy stuff, and then actually, and then you get older too, and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to retire at forty, so I only got ten years to like really make something out of my fucking career right yeah so i just i think a lot of guys have maybe making money and i always thought about what do i want to do with my money i just didn't have anybody point me in the right direction yeah Yeah. so it's 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 um it happens fast like you said you know you're in your 20s you're trying to you're focused on making money all of a sudden you find yourself making money but you, you you go so quickly from not making money to making money that your mind doesn't automatically switch to, okay, what can I do with this money? That's smart. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so it happened. It just, the whole thing happened so damn fast. Yeah. yeah well, Evan, you've always been smart. You're still driving like the same car for like the last 10 years. Haven't you been? <laughs> you yeah. Start? It's starting to get a little rusty, <laughs> but it's still, but it's still so trusty. Evan in the old shit. Um <laughs> What uh, you guys want to do some questions? Sure. All right, let's do it. Uh, this is not good. <laughs> I, can't, I can't read this with Evan on here. What? Let's read it. it. Whose farts smell the worst? Yours or your wife or girlfriend? <laughs> That's the kind of stuff we answer here, Evan. Mine. I've never fucking smelt my wife's farts. Sorry. Like if, uh, if you hear fart, you like run out. And you're like, fuck, I don't no, want to smell that. I honest to God, we've been together for 15 years. I've never heard her fart once. I swear. What? As, I, it, as it should be. I swear to you. Good for her. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a commitment to that, like to holding it's it certainly in. Not, it's certainly not my household. Yeah. <laughs> really? Your wife's just fucking let it rip? Yannick always does. Yeah. Really? Melissa doesn't fart much. She wouldn't hesitate hesitate to do it in front of me. Evan, do you want to skip this question? I'm not even aware of the fact that females fart. That's that's (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What is the dumbest way you injured yourself outside the gym? (laughs) Evan, you had one quad tear or two? Uh, One, but also tore a groin in a way that was pretty fucking stupid. All right, what's your worst tear? Outside, were your quad tears outside the your quad tear? Was that outside the gym or in the gym? Quad tear, I was walking in my driveway and I started to slip on some snow and boop, it let go. Holy fuck. I have, you know, um, remember, you remember Lou Joseph? I do. Yeah. 
Yeah. So Lou tore both his quads the same way. He Dude, slipped, if you look he up slipped the on injury, some ice. Yeah. Yeah. If you look up the injury, that's the number one way that it happens. Really? Eh? It's something about the scenario, probably because like the muscle is totally unloaded. And then when you begin to slip, you probably tense so quickly. And because, you know, if you're somebody with a large, especially someone with a larger quad muscle, it could probably contract so forcefully that it's enough to just rip the tendon right off the knee. Well, he slipped on a step, tried to catch himself, tore the one quad, then tried to catch himself with the other leg and tore the other quad. Exactly. Yeah, it's so. when you go to catch yourself that yeah. you contract the muscle so sudden and so hard yeah. that it pops it right off. What was Lou the Joseph second? You got to bail out. You've just got to bail out when you fall over. You just, just got to fall. Just fall. Just fall. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to fall. <laughs> fall. Absolutely. My, uh, my mom's husband did both his quads last year uh, going down the stairs and he was carrying something, I believe, and he couldn't, like, didn't see where the last stair was. You know oh, what I mean? He thought it was, I like, one that. more stair. So he kind of took that. a, like, extra step and then, yeah. like, double step down onto his quad and tore both of them. Holy oh. fuck. Yeah. You know how much dude, what do you do though when, when you tear two at the same time? Like when I tore one, I still had one good one. Two yeah. of them, dude, you're in a yeah. fucking wheelchair. You're out. Like yeah. so uh, one of my best friends, Al, tore both his quads. I forget exactly how he did it, but he tore both his quads. He spent six weeks in one of the hospitals here. They were waiting on him. He, they, he was in the hospital for a week. He's in the hospital for a week, and then they moved him to like a care center where he's like for five more weeks. But he yeah, liked you, it. You I, would go, I would go visit him. Like, how you doing? He's like, I'm great, man. They serve me like as much food as I want. They just lay here and they take <laughs> care of me. So, but no, he was literally laid up in bed because he couldn't do anything. You yeah. can't do shit. No, no like, I couldn't even bend my knee for six weeks. Yeah. Like, it has to be locked straight six weeks. Can't even fucking bend the thing. So yeah. if you do two at the same time, dude, you're out. You are immobile. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. Go ahead, didn't Ian. Joseph do the same thing to his arm that I did? Uh, yeah, I think he, he broke an arm wrestling. Yeah. And then it was kind of, it was kind of like, it looked weird. Yours is healed much better than his did. His yeah. never really healed back the same way. It's funny. I've met like, obviously having the scar, the size of, I, you know, do, and, and, you know, having a somewhat reasonable size social media, I've had a lot of people that have had similar injuries reach out to me. Yeah. And I would say 80 to 90% of them have not recovered even like five to 10 years yeah. later. They're still it's, hard, it's hard to recover, man. I tore my tricep. It never looked the same. Well, that's different though, because muscular tears, it's like you're trying to reattach it and blah, blah, blah. Like bones are like, it's just a bone, man. Like it fucking, you know, bones heal up good. Yeah, like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I'm surprised so many people have had so many issues with it. Like, you know, mine, I still feel it, but it's not caused me any disc, like any, you know, issues in my bodybuilding. Yeah. You know, that happened to Lou. I remember the day it happened. We were at a party, I think, and we were all having some drinks. And somebody's like, let's arm wrestle because Lou's arms are still like, even Dude. at like 20 years old, they were 20 fucking three inches around. So I watched it happen and it just like clicked. Yep. It just, all I saw was his hand, his arm, like just do this. And the fucking, Ugh. the bone cracked right in the I middle. Was, I was much more violent than that. Oh, I was like, and then he was like, he just held his arm like this. And we're like, what the fuck? And ever since I would, people, you know, people ask you guys all the time, probably because you're big. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to arm wrestle? I never fucking arm wrestled after that. I was like, never, I'm not going to do it. I haven't arm wrestled once since 2012, since I did it. Yeah. 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 It's just too. Yeah. What, mine like legitimately flopped all the way out to the side. Like my knuckles here touched the table that way. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, man. It went all the way out because I was, it was, it like it did, it went from zero to 100 because I was wrestling, arm wrestling Devin Laird, who's like the best arm wrestler on the planet. Yeah. Why would you do that? Uh, well, for one, I didn't really know who he was. And two, I just kind of got coaxed into it. Like I knew I had, 
I had no delusions of grandeur thinking that I was going to beat. Because you were the bigger guy, so your buddies are like, come on, man. Yeah, like, I know that muscularity has very little carryover into arm wrestling. It's very specific muscles and, you know, technique-based and a lot of things like that. Um, And, yeah, I was just working in Expo when I was young. I was working for Popeye's supplements, not chicken chain for Americans, the the supplement store in (laughs) Canada. Um, and I was just working a booth and they had like a local arm wrestling thing there and blah, 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 blah. And, and uh, he was there doing some charity event and yeah, I just got, kind of got coaxed how up. How bad did everybody freak out? At, how bad did everybody freak out at the expo when they saw uh, your arm get ripped like off? a calm, like, Oh yeah. shit. You know, where everyone's kind of like, you know, <laughs> it was really loud though, man. Like I've had people come up to me eight, 10 years later and be like, man, I was across the fucking expo center and I heard your arm break, you know, <laughs> like it was like, dry hard timber in the woods breaking loud you know like so I that's your um i wonder if he follows you he's like wow that famous i broke that famous bodybuilder's arm back <laughs> no, no, I, I mean devin, devin still, i mean we've talked recently he's i mean because he's in the industry kind of right like he does videos with like larry wheels and like you know i mean he's kind of in this world now so um you know we've kept he? in touch and devin yeah i've never i don't know he's probably brought, brought arm wrestling to the forefront more than anybody in history for sure I mean, how do you spell his name devin d-e-v-o-n l-a-i-r-d no l-a-r-r larat l-a-r-r Rat. yeah devin larat check mark i don't think it's this guy oh yeah i think it is this guy mm-hmm. this guy this is him. This guy broke your arm in half. This is one of the best arm wrestlers in history, man. Really? Crazy, yeah. eh? Huh. Interesting. So yours is yours is arm wrestling. Evans is sliding on the ice. How'd you fuck how'd you mess up your groin? Fucking bowling. Bowling. <laughs> what? Did you slip? You slipped out? No, got talked into going bowling. I was whipping everyone's ass. I was doing so good. <laughs> you know, you bowl, you got one foot forward, one goes back. Slide behind your leg, yeah. The one that was back, all of a sudden I felt this twinge and I was like, whoa. And um, dude, it was hard to walk after that. Hole inside of my inner thigh all turned black and blue. It was quick though. I mean, like four weeks later, I was like squatting again. But still to this day, I could feel like if I follow my inner thigh up toward my groin, there's a big gap um, where the muscle pulled away and you could just feel tendon. Yeah. Wow. So bowl, I've heard of other bowling injuries, but usually it's bicep tear. No. Nope. James, you don't have any tears, do you? Your body's made of fucking steel. I say that. Touch wood. Touch wood. <laughs> yeah. I'm not on some wood too. Uh, yeah, no, uh, nothing right now. Don't get me wrong, I've had a couple of twinges and stuff over time, but never anything bad. Anything out of the gym, non-training related? No, not really. Uh, maybe, I, I used to only hurt myself when I used to skate when I was younger, and that was like falling over, grazing my face. You know, it wasn't yeah. any, uh, I never pulled anything. Um, I'm more likely to pull a hamstring having sex with Yannicka than anything else. <laughs> you know I mean? I've just broken a lot of bones. I mean, mine's only bones. I've had no muscular tears, but I've broken like, I mean, each wrist two or three times snowboarding and then this arm and I've mean, a couple other ones. Yeah. Really? British, you know something though? British people are pretty tough. Yeah. Like, just like if you watch soccer, like watch the difference it's like between when like Italy and Spain, when they play versus like when England and Germany play. Yeah. 
Like every two like- seconds, Italy and Spain are crying and they hurt this and that. And then like Italy, play, you know, uh, England is playing or Germany's playing and like they just never complain. Yeah, it seems like it's a it, it seems like a cultural thing. Oh, for sure. It's, Thousand like a, percent. it's like a don't fucking whine, don't give a shit. Just well, it's a way it's a way you're raised. Up. Like yeah. you're a kid and you fucking get a soccer ball in the face and your nose is bleeding and your mom's like, You're okay, get up, you know? Yeah. Like yep. <laughs> Yeah, not if you not if you have an Italian mother though. Yeah. It's the like, are you hurt or injured thing, you know? Like could Dorian Yates have come from anywhere but England? Absolutely not. All right. Maybe Germany. Yeah. Uh, that's a different kind of militancy. They're more, <laughs> yeah. they're more militant. They're more organized militant, not like yeah. rough and rowdy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. British, the British are tough though. The British are very tough. Yeah. I think Germans are tough too, but it's a different kind of tough. I got the rough and different. rowdy thing from, for the England. Yeah. See, when I think of Europe, when I think of Europe, I just think of brothel houses. Of what? Waffle, waffle houses? Oh, brothels. Oh, brothel, brothel houses. <laughs> yeah, like I just know like, that's where all my friends go to go and see the brothel houses. <laughs> yeah. Do your friends go to brothel houses? I've never even thought of that. Loads of them do. They all fuck off to Europe and then come back and tell me everything. We don't have anything like that here. We well, don't hear you get hookers in Vegas, can't you? Or is that not allowed? Anymore? No, no, but I mean, you actually go to a house and like there's they have like warehouses, Ian. They have yeah, like brothel. Yeah, I know the brothel. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, we don't have anything like that. You have to go. Who, and... would, who would pay for women? Do we, yeah, do we really want that though? That's what, what I'm saying. Exactly. What, did you, what did you say, Evan? I said, who would pay for that? Yeah, I know a few people. Do people nowadays tell me about all these apps and whatnot that's out there? It seems like you can't, can't give it away fast enough. Yeah. But think about how you don't ever wonder to yourself, like Evan, you're a little bit older. You ever wonder like what it would have been like when you're 20 if there was Tinder? You're like fishing with dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you could literally fucking drown in it now if you wanted to. Have, have any of us ever no James, how you been how long have you been with Yannicka? Six years. Six, Six years. years. Yeah. See, I mean, as long as any of these things like Tinder have existed, I've been with Melissa. So like I've never been part of any of these things. Same with you, right? So it's yeah. like me and Paul talk about it all the time. Like these fucking guys are so lucky nowadays. These yeah. fucking they don't have to even do any work. I've never used a dating app. I mean, when Melissa and I started dating, there wasn't even fucking Instagram, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just yeah. remember MSN. Yeah. Yeah. Cause oh, even Facebook, Facebook, even Facebook didn't have a messenger back in like 2010-11, right? It was just really? Facebook and Instagram came in, in in 2012. Does anybody actually meet like a have a relationship by anybody they meet on Tinder though? Oh, I'm sure. I think they do. My friend, one of my friends does. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But like, like something that actually like works out. I'm sure the <laughs> odds are very much in the favor of not working out, but I'm sure there is some success stories, you know? Do you know why I think theirs worked out? Because I think they've got specific things about themselves that they wanted to put out there so that the other person was the same. Yeah. So yeah. Like my friend's like a, a very religious vegan. Oh, so that's going like, to be really specific. Okay, I've got to put that out there because they need to be able to accept that straight away. Yeah, you found the one of three that were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I think that's what I think it's them those guys that use Tinder to their to their um you know favor. Hey, your buddy there that the relationship worked out. Did they bang on the first date? Like when the Tinder did they did they no, use it to bang? Yes, no. bro. They wait till they it's were married. Bro, like, he won't have sex till he's married, kind of guy. Yeah. Oh, so it like worked out for them perfectly. He was up on Christian Mingle, you know. <laughs> Christian Mingle's different. That one I could see working out. Yeah. <laughs> Tinder's made just for banging. One, one of my buddies, one of my like my best buddies, Dylan, that like that live with me, he uh, he's not really religious or anything, but just because of the kind of like girl he wants to like have a wife and kids with, he was on Christian Mingle looking for women for a long time. 
<laughs> like these will be the best kind of women to like raise my kids, you know. So I'm gonna. That's go actually a good. That's actually a good, a good mother. Eh? Yeah. That's actually a good it's point. Very strategic. Yeah, yeah. But what if he, she meets him and he's not religious? Then what? Then she's gonna bail. Yeah, it's worth, <laughs> it's worth a shot. That's what we all do. We just <clears throat> uh, rich friend or loyal friend, and why? Loyal. What? Loyal. I yeah. I mean, yeah. Why would you want the, rich yeah, friend loyal. or loyal friend? Loyal friend. Five loyal friends, one rich friend that you go and see every night. Yeah, you got to have one rich friend. Just so he can take you all out. Yeah. So you go to do cinema room. Yeah. <laughs> not my friend. Evan? Uh, rich is good, but if he's not loyal, it doesn't do you any good anyway. So yeah. Yeah. loyal, loyal every time. The female beauty pageants contester, contestants get more attention than male models, just like vice versa in bodybuilding. Is that why Arnold Sports prefers bikini class is more than other classes? I don't know what that means. It draws more crowd. Like I think they're trying to say, like, you know, like I mean, the bikini is Chris, Chris for a big audience. Like for like, is there a big audience? Public. Is there a big audience for bikini? Bikini is the most popular female division. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And, it, how, about and it is, new, how about the new wellness division? That seems like it has good. potential to do well. It, it'll, it'll build up too, but I think it's still a sl- slightly more away from homeostasis look than most girls want. Yeah, like the average girl looks at a bikini girl and they're like, oh my God, I want to look like that at the beach. And they see some of these wellness girls with fucking horse legs and they're like, man, maybe that's not for me. <laughs> that being said, do have horse legs. That being said, I think in five years, wellness is going to be bigger than bikini. Because I think I there think, are more girls... I think it depends, I think though. In places like uh, like South America, 100%, for sure. No, the reason I'm saying that is there are more girls that are bottom-heavy that can fit into that category. I see it happen all the time. They're well, the like thing a, is, girl- a lot of girls are bottom-heavy until they get in shape, right? Like, it's it depends. I mean, yeah, a lot of girls, because of, like, estrogen, progesterone, you know, like, rate, like levels and stuff, they're going to hold a lot more tissue and water and fat and stuff in their lower half but then when they get in shape it might not be that way so i think a lot of these girls will be like "Ooh, this is for me and then they'll die down and be like oh this is not for me you know and they'll be like i'm doing yeah. bikini you know but i think there also is the the element of i think you're right socially that like the average girl watching the shows probably wants to be a bikini competitor but i think people that are girls that are in the gym i think they like training and i think the attraction to wellness is i get to actually train and build some muscle <sighs> Yeah, but in the beginning, yeah, and I think that whole bottom heavy aesthetic is much is is very popular right now. Yeah, um, it's definitely a fad right now, and I think it is. Like I said before, I think it is more South American driven, like the Brazilians and stuff like that. I think are are right. definitely leading the way in that division. You know, I think you can see a lot more popularity there, and I think it will get popular, but I don't think it'll surpass bikini. No. Do you think we'll ever go back to skinny? Because remember when skinny asses were popular? Ugh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think so. Has to be a certain skinny. I mean, look, maybe eventually. I think everything kind of comes full circle eventually. So probably, but I don't think in the next ten years, no. But don't, but don't kid yourself either, though. I mean, currently, what you're seeing, like, you're being lied to a lot. Why? Like, because it's fake asses. Well, or the pants. You know, you see some girl and her pants are fucking pulled up, and you think her ass is this long. But yeah. then the pants come off and it's really this long. Like, you know what I mean? It's all like fucking tricks. Yeah. 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 I saw so a lot of girls in America. Is, is, is how it's presented. I just wonder, I just wonder, like, if you look at like the 80s, right? The thing was the girls all want to have the smallest ass possible. Like having a big ass was frowned upon. Yeah, girls want to be thin. Yeah, they want to be thin and skinny. Now, thin and skinny girls want to be fat or at least want to have a fat ass. And it's like, are we going to go back to girls wanting a skinny ass? Because I don't see it. 
I think most girls still want to be skinny. I think they also just want, they're driven by trends, you know, I think, but like, if you talk to most girls, they're like, I still, they like, I just want to be skinny. You know, I think they all want they to be want skinny. A skinny. They want a skinny waist. I don't think they girls want, want a skinny yeah, ass. They want, they want skinny waist. Yeah. And yeah. small, like features, like uh, and big features. Sorry. But I don't know, judging by like TikTok feed and shit, it's like big asses are the thing. That's what I'm saying. It's very social media driven, which I don't know if yeah. that's, that's a trend. Right. But I think once guys get a taste of what the big ass is, they're not going to go back. <laughs> <laughs> not literally no, no no pun intended no pun intended. literally once they get a taste <laughs> no but seriously think about it because i think literally and metaphorically. no because back in the day it was like people would be like not you know they wanted a skinny girl and now people are like no i kind of want a little bit of meat on my bones like ian you're admittedly like a chubby chaser yeah so like, I, like I don't girls. i don't think people are going to go back to skinny because now the preference is you know once you've had a little bit of meat, you're not going to go back to skinny. Yeah, but you know something, though? I mean, look at the 80s. Look at so many of the trends, right, yeah. from the 80s. Just clothing trends. Yeah. And then you hit the 90s, the 2000s, you're like, those trends are fucking never coming back. Like, they're back. Uh, yeah, like the tight jeans and like shit. They're like back. That. Yeah, they're yeah. back. Yeah. That's what I was saying before. Everything comes full circle. So it, yeah. it might not be in the next 10 years, but I think eventually that being super, super thin will be back in for sure. But I It'll think, be back. Oh, yeah. It, it, it all, it all does. James, what do you yeah. think? I don't mind as long as they have. Uh, I wouldn't say it because it's a bit rude, but yeah. Well, he's just, I mean, he's being, James is being more sophisticated today because because the air is I feel like I got to behave. What'd you say? It's because Evans here, I got to behave. Yeah, no, Ian. Ian was pretty much right there. I was just like, mine is just for China. It's one of those situations. Like I like some small asses, and I like some big asses. I like a little peachy bum. I don't mind a big bum. You I like, like a, a you like bum. a small bum? If it's firm, I don't mind it at all. How small? But you know something though? That's a good answer because you know, you could say, well, I like shorter girls or I like taller girls, but you could see something sometime and go, well, that just looks good, right? Yes. And, and it could be totally different than maybe what you think is your type or whatever. When something or someone looks good. It looks good. And it but I'm not talking a number of different things. Yeah, but I'm not talking about looks. I'm talking about like touching. Yeah, but touching is fine. <laughs> Still a bum. Like a small bum in your hands isn't a bad thing. Well, depends. You feel how, powerful. How small you feel, you feel powerful. You, <laughs> <laughs> you feel powerful. Okay. You do. I, get, I get that. That's true. All right. Uh, like I've got friends, yeah, like female friends with incredible bums. Yeah. And I always wonder, I always wonder how my friends who are with them even get to even manage to even do them from behind because their ass is that big. <laughs> I've, I've actually like, had this thought before seeing some. Wait a out. second. Because you mean because the ass is so big, you don't know if they can get the so depth. big. Yeah. Yeah, but you're going to spread it. Yeah, but not, yeah, I know. How but... far can you spread it, man? You can only spread so far. <laughs> exactly. I love exactly. Ian's, Ian's face when I say something that's fucked up. It's just like it's just like, what are you talking about? I know. No, I mean, how short? No, is your man, dick? I, I was just in Miami a couple of weeks ago, and I saw some asses there that, like, you'd you need a fucking ten-inch dick to just get in there. No, you know? because when you, <laughs> but when you bend when you bend it over, the it, it's there. You, no, the projection is still the projection is still there, man. No. So I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to be rude about this. I'm, I'm, it was it was honestly an honest thought of mine. I've had this conversation with friends. And I do wonder. I don't think it's like that, man. When it's bent over, the 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 
pussy exposes itself. Okay, well, let's, if there's any guy here, if there's anyone in the comments that's had sex with a girl with a fucking ridiculous, gigantic donkey ass, tell us how it was. Well, I want to know. Okay, all right. Maybe what are they going to say? Oh, I could only get the tip in. What are they going to say? Yeah, be honest. Be honest. We're all being exactly. honest. So to be honest with us. So, some people are arse men. Some people like to have anal sex. I'm not really fussed about that shit. That's even more what I wonder how to do it. That one's a little different. That one, I'm like, I don't know how to fucking do it. Yeah, that one's a little yeah, how you get there. but that's different because it doesn't expose itself the same way i like the way you say it exposes itself like an animal that's a devin's getting the glasses back on that's a lot of depth you got to cover there a lot of ground you got to cover you know no i'm, I'm saying expose itself it. because it kind of like it just I'm it comes, up, it comes out <laughs> no i get i get what you're saying about the vagina but the butt that's that's different that's yeah hard. that's in that's in yeah it's in there that's Evan's yeah. tuning out <laughs> evan's like this is fucked what i agree to Sorry. Have I ever told you guys about this painting? <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry. All right, all right. Let's go to the next question. Let's it's a, it's a bottom of your good today. Uh, would you rather have a three-second delay in your vision or your hearing? Wow, that's a good question. It would have to be your hearing because you couldn't really drive if it was your vision, you know? I, 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 just, I just heard the question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you... Yeah, it would have to be hearing. Yeah, have to be. Yeah, I'm going hearing too. Yeah, Evan, hearing. Yeah, yeah. You do. You do not want a three second delay in your vision. No. But what if your hearing is that good? You could hear before you see, and you're like, no, I know that I'm approaching that thing. <laughs> you know, like your hearing is that good. Like, so you can hear. You're coming to us. Three seconds know. is a fucking long time. When you're talking <laughs> about vision, though. Like a full, like one, two. Three, like that's a big fucking change. Yeah, that would bother me more. If you hit a wall before you know, it, you'd be like, "Oh, you'd be done and dead, and you wouldn't even know it." Yeah, <laughs> three second delay in your vision, you'd be crashing your car weekly. Yeah, with your hearing, not so much. I don't think yeah. you get to your car. You'd because you'd hit it before you get to it, and you'd just crumble. <laughs> Fuck. Be with someone who's quiet as a mouse in bed, or screams bloody murder at the top of their lungs every second. Ah, <laughs> uh, screams bloody murder. I'm gonna say in that scenario, quiet. Wait, what was the when did she scream bloody murder? The entire time. What? Oh, yeah, that's good. I'd rather yeah. go with quiet. I'm taking the scream bloody murder. Makes me I can't. Hit, I can't. If it, it, like start faking and screaming and that's okay. Just, like I, I gotta like I gotta help my ego a little bit sometimes. You're gonna be like that's all because of me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Need, I don't need to know. I don't need to know if it's real or not. Just, just tell it to me. You know. Uh, <laughs> that's annoying. I don't mind quiet. Yeah, I'm gonna go with quiet. Okay, wait, but the quiet matters to a point because is it quiet with facial gestures or is it quiet and they're just... Well, she's not just dead. She's just quiet. She's just like this the whole time? <laughs> no, she's not sleeping, man. She's just quiet. I mean... Yeah, but if she's quiet, she can only be making so much expression. She'll be biting her own lip. Quiet, yeah, but there's a like... lot... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She'll be biting her own lip. Because I don't know, a lack of a lack of facial enthusiasm might kind of throw me no, off. Oh man, there's a lot. Like, you can tell. How weird it would be if somebody was dead quiet, but they're like, yeah, <laughs> they're not I'm actually take, screaming. They could be screaming. In, they could be feeling pleasure. There's a face. I'm not going to make the face, but there could yeah, be make like the a face. <laughs> it's your face. <laughs> Is it the same as Evans? Is it? No, it's not the same. <laughs> could be like eyes no. rolled up and yeah, like your eyes know. rolling back and like you know. Like, not like that. <laughs> Not like that either. But like, like yeah. a there's a lot of there's a lot of like facial expressions that come without. Yeah, noise. but usually those coincide with some sound. Mm, not always. Exactly. Not always. Depends. If you're fucking, yes. If you're making love, no. 
What the fuck? What's, what's I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying if it's if it's what's more. Making... <laughs> what's making love? Evan wants you to explain what this is. I'm just yeah, saying if if wrong. you're let's say you're doing missionary, right? And you're bagging. Michigan? Michigan, yes. Let's say you're doing Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> and you're, <laughs> you're doing missionary, and you're and you can see her face. It's not always a lot of noise, but you can tell she's enjoying it. Yeah, I know. I, I get what you're saying, but I, I coincide those facial expressions with a little bit of sound. Sometimes. Sometimes. I mean, I'm yeah, I prefer loud all day. I prefer sound, but think about screaming the whole time. Like that's like fuck that. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't I don't live with my, sure. I don't I don't live with my parents. I'm taking the screaming, you know. I don't think I could do the screaming. I'm a very quiet man. Yeah, I think so too. I like a bit of peace quiet. That might, be, that might be like a good juxtaposition to you, James, you know. Stop trying mm. to talk everybody into it, Ian. <laughs> well, I am. You got Evan. You got Evan on your side. That's good enough. Evan was already on. I'm fair, boys. I'm I'm normally, I don't. I don't pay attention to the sound because I'm normally trying to think of something different so I can last longer. <laughs> I'm normally like, quiet, like, come on, come on, come on. Maybe if it's yeah. quiet, maybe if it's quiet, it'll it looks better for you. I will. Quiet. I'll be yeah. able to yeah. go for at least yeah. fucking yeah. two minutes. That's true. That extra noise might yeah. get him a little too excited. You know. Yeah. It would. It would. Honestly, yeah. it would. <laughs> What's the best way to mentally prepare yourself when you can't be as intense in the gym as you once were? Why? Yeah, this is going to be, this guy's going to shit on for sure. The question is, why can you not? Yeah, it's down to the situation. It's, it's kind it's, of a black and white question, right? Like, you, well, why can't you just go in the gym why? and do it? Yeah. Evan, do you have a, you have an articulate answer? Um, I think you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. So literally that simple. Yeah. Yeah. It's often you go to the gym and you're, you're, what, what did Yoda what did Yoda say? Do do or do not? There is no try. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he means like the degree of tr- of do, right? Because some people go do and it's shit, and then or they'll yeah, go and they'll that's the that's the answer though. It's like why why can't you do it to the full extent of your abilities? Yeah. I mean, I've had days in the gym where I go in and like the first couple sets might not feel good, but I usually end up. Yeah, I end up. I end up right where I was the day before. So, but, but I think too that's that's like you know, people say things like ego or pride. Like they always, they're always said in like such a negative connotation, stubbornness. But the reality is, all those things can be used. Like you, there's such thing as being too stubborn to quit, or yeah. too too egotistical to have a bad workout, or you have too much pride, you know, to go in and not, not give your yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think all those things. So, it, I don't know. I think it comes down to you and what you're willing to accept or what you're willing to live with. And if, you know, I mean, come on, how many times have we gone to the gym like, oh, I'm just going to take it easy today? And then you go there and it's just all out fucking war because you're like, well, I'm here. Yeah. And I've only got one speed. Yeah. <laughs> so, that literally. You know, it's funny. That literally happened to me uh, New Year's Eve day. We went to train legs and I'm like, ah, I'm, we're, we're going to have a couple drinks uh, at night. So I'm like, look, man, let's just take it easy today. We'll kind of just get a pump and leave. Ended up being like a fucking, <laughs> just a crazy leg workout. Oh, because that's not how you train. It's like, you know. I know. So it's like, but I, I, I'm just sympathizing with what Evan's saying is it makes 100% sense. You but just, this, but this, answers, this answers that guy's question because you're like, that's just not how you train. So clearly he trains that way because if he didn't train that way before, if he was used to training at 100% level of intensity, he would know how to find it, you know? I think I would say this to, if I'm trying to give advice other than just be hardcore and shut up, if I'm going to try and give advice, I would say, look, 
if you know you're going to go to the gym and have a shit workout, you're better off taking the day off. Just fucking sniff a couple lines of blow and get at it, you know? <laughs> well, I, I think you've got to come to the realization of, of what it is that you're accepting. Um, and if you're okay having gone there and know that you trained like a little bitch, then that's okay if, if that's what you deem to be acceptable. But if, you, if that's not acceptable to you, then you're just not going to do that. So it's really yeah. just a personal yeah matter like your own standards like what's acceptable to you or not and if it's not acceptable you're just not going to do it that makes a lot of yeah i don't know if you guys have ever felt this there are times when i've gone to the gym maybe not maybe i let off on a set here or there i feel feel guilty later i feel guilty later yeah like i can be like ah i kind of fucked that one i didn't really should have done but also notice the older you get and you have that you have the knowledge of how those experiences make you feel you have less workouts like that because oh, yeah. I know now, I know now, like if I go and I don't give it a hundred percent, I'm going to feel that way. And yep. I don't like feeling that way. So yeah, I'm right, making yeah, sure yeah. I do everything right. I can to avoid that feeling, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I, I come across that if there's like a particular, you know, when you, you, you bypass an exercise, you know, just t- challenging. Yeah. You know, it's like, I oh, start- today I want to do barbell rows because <laughs> I can just see it, bro. I got to a point, there was a point in my career, I think I was like maybe 28 or maybe around there where I used to force myself to do the ones I hated. Yeah. I was like, I hate doing that exercise. I, that's, that, I think that's when I started deadlifting because I was never a great deadlifter. So I'm like, I'm a fuck it. I'm going to do it. I, was, I started forcing myself to do all those. But once you started deadlifting, did you like it? I actually loved it, but I never, I was never really strong at it. Like I never could. Yeah, but I mean, you don't need to be good at something to like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I actually did love deadlifting. It was, I, I used to do it at the end of my back workouts. It felt great, but I just, uh, but no, it was the same thing James was saying, but I used to purposefully go, I hate standing barbell curls. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. Do it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. So basically we're just telling this guy to suck it up. Basically. Well, we're not telling him to suck it up. We're just, it's just like Evan said, it's like, you have to decide how much it means to you, you know, like, are right. you, do you feel okay with this or do you not? Because we know we wouldn't feel okay with it. So we just don't do it. And if you feel okay yeah. with it, you will do it. And if you don't, you won't, you know, mm. what's the greatest, what's the greatest moment of your bodybuilding career, bodybuilding career and post bodybuilding career. So I guess it's for all of us. Who's going first? Evan, you want to go first? Greatest moment of your bodybuilding career. I mean, turning pro, right? Winning the nationals and receiving the overall trophy from Lee Haney was pretty massive. But I think for me, the biggest one was winning the New York pro. Because there was so much pressure going into that. And it was, you know, like a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, you know, he came up so quick and he won the nationals, um, but he's overrated. He's going to get his ass kicked against seasoned pros. And, you know, I mean, even at the time, like, you know, muscular development was kind of jerking me around, didn't renew my contract because I think they thought I was going to bomb in New York. Um, and I trained so fucking hard for that show. Um, Is that your pro debut? Yeah. 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 And I was, I was training with Oscar at the time and driving two hours a day down to Brooklyn and three hours back and just getting brutalized. And I never felt so bad before physically. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, competing against like Dennis James and Marcus Rule. And um, at the time, you know, Silvio Samuel was still really good. And Hidatata was was really good. And um, I think there was probably more guys in that lineup too that I'm, I'm not thinking of, but 
I remember winning it and just feeling like, oh my God, like the weight of the world was off my shoulders. It just was yeah. never, I've never felt such relief, I don't think, in my life. What What about, is there a post-bodybuilding career or we don't want to say that yet? Um, Why don't we just say outside your bodybuilding career? Yeah, Probably the birth of, of my first daughter. You know, I mean, not, not that the birth of my second daughter was any less monumental, but the first one, it's, it's really dramatic. Yeah. Um, just, you know, knowing that you're going to be responsible for, you know, another human life and you know, pressure of, you know, making sure you're going to be a, a good father and good provider and all those things. So it's just a lot of, um, yeah, that was, that was pretty big. Yeah, you look good this show. I love that look. I remember like watching that. So having a daughter is your first. Yeah, I mean, I could see right. What what else would it be? What does the second one feel like? Is it like ah, I've um, done this before, or was it like is a, you know what I mean? Like is ah, it's all right. I've done one already. Well, you 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 know so much more of what to expect. Yeah, but still, like you know, one of one of the most eerie feelings was. You know, you um, you have the first one, and you feel so strongly for that child, right? You feel so much love, and you say, "I just, how could I ever feel this same way for another child?" Yeah, and yeah. you really don't believe that you can. Yeah. And even at first, you know, she was born, and I didn't immediately feel the same way, but then very soon after, you're like, "Oh my god." Like you really can. Like I feel the same amount of love and care for both of them. Like you just, you just don't see how you just don't know how you you can't fathom the fact that you could feel that way and then feel that way twice. Yeah. But then you do. So it's um yeah. It's I, got a a weird... I got a question for you. With, with your second child, did you find you let a lot more shit slide that you were like super scared about with your first kid? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I'm pretty tough, you know, because it, it's very, it, it's very much a concern of mine. You know, I mean, you go places and you see like ill-behaved kids and um, things like that. And you don't want that to be your kids. And then, you know, you feel the gravity of life yourself. And you know how important it is that you adequately prepare your children for life and to do well. So I try not to, but yeah, I mean, I think it is a little bit inevitable that you're a little bit more relaxed with the second I mean, one. I mean, yeah, I mean, more so like not even in terms of like punishing them, but like stuff that you would be worried about fucking up the first time. Like you know, oh, if, your kid, if your kid falls and you're like, oh my God, they're going to break. Yes. And the second kid, you're like, yeah, you're fucking fine. You know, like, yes, hundred percent. You know, <laughs> second one picks up something off the ground and starts eating it. You're like, yeah, she's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, I've always Oh, what was I going to say? Which one's your favorite? Uh, Do you have a favorite? <laughs> favorite kid? Yeah. No, no, but you know, you know what you find yourself doing with the second one because, I mean, my first one, she's already ten years old, and she's very different from the way she was when she was four or five years old, which is the age that the second one is now. So I think you're a lot more protective of that, and you're you're more cautious to try to enjoy it more knowing that it's really fleeting yeah so yeah. there's five years there's five years between them six years so six 10 years. and four yeah yeah and you know you can see why people continue having kids or 
you know, people talk later on in life and they'll say, oh, you know, we should have had more or things like that. Because when a kid is three, four, five years old, I mean, it's just, it's so different. And it, it, it's just incredible in the way they look at you and the way they regard you. It's just, I don't know, it's just really awesome. So with the second one, you're definitely more conscious to try to hang on to that a little bit more yeah. and try to enjoy it. Yeah. James, when are you going to have kids? Yeah, Nick, huh? Get your knickers off. <laughs> Evan, just talk me into it. Are you guys planning at all? Yeah, yeah. No, it's coming up soon. I mean, I'd say in the next two to three years. Yeah. That's going to have good, that kid's going to have good genetics. Yeah. All from her. Yeah. <laughs> All from her. <laughs> I got, I got those, those Chris Bumstead, Melissa Bumstead genetics, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, would you rather bang a girl with a 10 body, but is terrible in bed or a girl with a subpar rig, but has an amazing skill set? <laughs> oh, and this is just a one night stand, right? It, yeah, I guess he didn't specify, but we can say that. It kind of, it kind of is, it's tough, right? Because if you do the 10, you can tell your buddies, like, look at that 10. Yeah. But it also, would, bragging rights here, but that, it would yeah, also suck along with the looks. Yeah. You don't get to brag with the other one, but you had a great time. Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like, it depends if, if you've had a lack of good sexual experiences, then you might be like, okay, I'll take the good one just to like have a good time. But like on the other case, it's nah, like, I, not really. Cause if you've had a lack of ex sexual experiences, you might think, you're probably ugly, so you're probably like, I'm going to take the 10 just so I can say I banged her. Yeah, that's, that's probably true. <laughs> but I mean, okay, like, how bad can a girl really be other than, like, super awkwardly moving against bad, the bad, motion? Bad. Can it be pretty bad? Yeah. Be, yeah, bad. Like you're, going, you're going in and she's putting away. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had any that are, like, that bad that I could be like, oh, my God, that's so bad that I would sacrifice the looks for it, you know? James, what do you think? Uh, uh, yeah, what do I do? I'm going to say 10. So I don't need, I've got a 10. So I'll just go for the, the good sex. You have to be careful as to how the answer is. The wife is around. Yeah, I'll go for the, I'll go for the good sex with the butters one, the ugly one. Okay. Yeah. Evan? And then I might learn something new from that. I can take um, that that's I'm, true. And an ugly face is pretty hard to get past, you know. It is, yeah. Um, not, but not really. I, I, bad face is, is pretty much unforgivable, I think, for me. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I could make it a good time if the girl was hot enough, you know. I, I would know. tend to agree, I think, more with that. How ugly? Is it like a five? Or like a three? One. It's, it's got to be less than five. It's got to be under 50%. <laughs> okay, so it's a three. Let's say it's a three. Let's, let's say a four. A four. Okay, a four. Four is bad. A ten is a ten is good though. Like that's there's a, a big... lot of there's a lot of positions that you don't have to really see the face. Yeah, but how do you get any kind of attraction to somebody if the face is that ugly? Well, if they're really, really good at what they're doing, then you don't really have a choice. You're like, wow, that yeah, feels yeah. really good. Yeah, but if you're, if you're banging her from behind, like, what can she be but, doing that's like that good that it's like upsetting? Well, it's not just banging from behind. Maybe she's maybe she's doing. <laughs> Maybe she's doing reverse cowboy. Maybe she's giving you like a really sloppy blowjob. Maybe yeah, like but I don't want to. I don't want to see that ugly mug on my dick. You know, you're not really seeing her face though. It's just the top of her head. <laughs> <laughs> I 
think I'm still, take, I, I'm still taking the, the bad 10. No. Think about how bad the blowjob's going to be. It's going to be like tea. Well, let's, let's be honest, though. Come on. Let's be honest. What? When it comes to things that are sexual, how much is it, though, is purely physical? I mean, a lot of it is mental. Yeah. So, I mean, when you're staring down some swamp donkey face, I mean... <laughs> Swamp, you, swamp donkey that's a how do you get yourself into anything mentally i you disagree know I, mean? I disagree with you i think the skill set is a fucking huge part i think a girl could yeah. be a girl could be not as good looking but have an amazing skill set you're like well, f- well fuck this is good i don't know um yeah i don't know i guess everybody's different <laughs> yeah no i'm taking i'm taking the looks over that like because a, a pretty face is is pretty crucial yeah i would agree with that You've got you've got thought proper thinking about it now. I also had sex with enough ugly girls in my youth that I'm like I'm moved past that, you know. <laughs> See, I'm thinking the opposite. Well, you had too many you had sex with too many hot girls that were bad men. Were you? No, not, not too many. Were you? Listen, I'm ma- I'm married here. Just let's take it easy. Oh so my! No, I've uh. Let's, I'm not going to say anymore. Let's just stop there. We <laughs> <laughs> need the fifth on that one. Uh, okay. Let's do a couple more. Actually, I'm interested to hear Evan's opinion on this. L- live 15 more years of an amazing life or 30 more years of a good but not great life. Hmm. That's... I, think, I think I know what he's going to say, but it's different That's... for him. Go ahead. He's got kids. Yeah. 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 That's what yeah. I, I mean, I think I would, well, it, it it depends. I mean, if 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 it's still a good life, yeah, that's what it, that's what it says. How it's being defined? Yeah. Like if it was an extra fifteen years, but like I didn't have a relationship with my kids or something like that. Yeah. Then obviously I I would not opt for that. But if maybe my, you know, I mean, look, I, I look at the fact that my father, right? He's he's now he's a grandfather two times over because I have two kids, right? And like, I, I can see how much he enjoys that. Yeah. And I think about that someday, like, you know what? That would be cool to be a grandfather. Evan, let, me ask, let me ask you a question. Uh, I don't know if you can even imagine this, but if you didn't have kids, do you think your perspective on life would have changed from 30 to 40 anyway? It's tough to say. Um, I mean... Yeah, it's it's safe to say that it would have changed anyway. I don't know to what degree, you know, yeah. would it have changed to the same degree which it changed? Probably not. Yeah. Um, having kids definitely, at least in my case, definitely changed me. Definitely affected me, and and I think in many ways for the better. I guess maybe maybe competitively, maybe not for the better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But maybe in terms of the total some trajectory of my life I, I hope it will be for the better but you know i'd love to be a grandparent someday i'd love to be a great grandparent right i mean how freaking cool is that yeah yeah so yeah i'm like i longevity i mean when people say oh well i'm here for a good time not a long time or yeah you know i'd yeah. rather i'd rather live 30 years as a as a lion or yeah. some stupid cliche yeah. bullshit probably don't know what the hell they're talking about or they don't have things in their life that would really that they would think about sticking around for can i uh, so yeah i'd like to be here for a long time i'll make yeah. an exa- I'll, I'll 
take an example from that. That was me when I was 30. Sure. If, you ask, if you ask me when I was 30, what, what do you want? You know, 15 year, years of an awesome life or 30 years, I would have been like, ah, oh, take the 15 years. Like, it's just a right. very, and I'm not saying anything about James or Ian. It was just me personally. When I was 30, I had a very short-sighted view of what my, even if you asked me 35, maybe, I had a very short-sighted view of what my life was. No, I think that's normal though. And then at, when I kind of turned 40 or even in the last couple of years, especially, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't, I think I want to be around for a while. Like, yeah, yeah let's like, I, let's I extend the shit as long as I can. I mean, right. pretty common though. Like the older you get, like you have more, you know, concept of morality, you know, like, or, or yeah. is that the right word? Not morality. Yeah. yeah no, uh, no, not morality. Mortality. Uh, mortality. mortality. Yeah. Mortality. Yeah. Yeah, because um, when you're 20, you when you're 20, you take all the risks in the world. You're going to live forever when you're 20. I mean, it's yeah. like your life's just beginning. You don't think you think you have so much more time. But when you're getting, you know, 40, 45, you're like, holy shit. Like, you know, I might be, you know, halfway, two thirds through my fucking life right but now. But you know? it's not it's not only that, though. It's not that the end is scaring me into saying it. I didn't think when I was 30, my life was bodybuilding and bodybuilding only. So I'm like, well, I don't care if I die when I'm 50. My bodybuilding career will be over and I don't really give a shit about anything else. Yeah. When I turned 40, I'm like, wow, there's way so much more to do. There's so much more shit that I'm like, wait a minute. I do want that 70, 80, 90, whatever it may be. Right. I just didn't think that way when I was 25. Cause yeah, I, I didn't, mean, I, I, feel I, like I, I have a lot of things I want to do. You know, that's right. And I just didn't see any of those things when I was younger. Cause I could only, I had this tunnel vision for bodybuilding. I already feel that way. Feel what way, James? The, the way that you feel now. Like, this like I, 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 I sort of struggle to commit as much as I used to, but I, I still, I still do automatically kind of commit to my bodybuilding as much, but I certainly question it more. And I certainly consider everything I do more. Like when you think about everything involved in bodybuilding, sometimes I'm very reluctant. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go down that road because that road doesn't lead to the end that I want. And the end that I want is like you say, a long and healthy one. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I'm always in that place mentally. And that's why like, <sighs> I plan to be out of this shit by 35. Yeah. You know, like I'm not competing after 35. You can fuck off. Like I'm, I've got other things I want to do, other things I want to see, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, ever go ahead. Ian, sorry. You go for it. No, no, I was, go ahead. I was just going to put, put well, I was just saying, I agree. And I'm obviously in the same mindset. I mean, you know, I've texted you some, some pretty heavy shit and you know how I feel yeah. about this kind of stuff, you know, like obviously yeah. these things are things I, I worry about and think about a lot. So it's, you yeah. know, I'm obviously in the same headspace, right? Yeah. My, 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 like, my, like, I was not going into it too much, but my, everything changed as soon as my mom died. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. Straight away. James, Straight what away. is, what is it when you say there's so much more I want to do? What is it that you're talking about? Is there something specific you think of or just, just in general? Uh, just gen like, I don't know, because I've had like a chance to like see places in the world. Like, I've been to loads of countries and done some cool things. You know, like, I've been to Japan, I've climbed fucking Kilimanjaro, I've seen lands that are beyond my own. And I want to be able to go back there and actually spend time and not be um, shackled by my my lifestyle so that I can go there and actually adopt certain styles of their own and venture into other other ways, you know, to that's expand the, myself. Dude, that's like the best term I've ever heard for body. You're shackled. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the best term ever. But you are. You're shackled you're, to your nutrition. You have to bring I, meals to where you're shackled by I the know. weight you have to walk around with. You're shackled by the training regime. I mean, yeah, it's I get a good it. word. Yeah, it's so the, 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 like I say, the, fr the freest I've ever felt is when I, like I say, I just bought, I know I've revolved around, but when I climbed the mountain, it's the freest I've ever felt. And I crave that freedom again. Um, yeah, yeah. And that freedom's not like, oh, 
it's not like a freedom like oh I've escaped bodybuilding. It's more of a freedom of having such an open mind that you can truly take in the things around you. Because while the while you're like I say shackled by this, you've got a wall up where you can't really allow things to get too in, too heavy on you because at the end of the day, if you can't allow things to uh, interfere with this process because this yeah, process yeah. is going to require 100% of your energy. And it's sad living a life where you have to deflect certain positive things that could actually improve you as a person tenfold just because you're in pop pursuit of one thing. Yeah, so, right. you know, I, I do have, I, I do think we've come too far, all of us, to not have got as far as we should try. You know, like me and Ian are, you know, at a point where it makes sense to still push, yeah, get yeah. where you get to, yeah. but yeah. also consider that you are much more than just this. Yeah. yeah. It's funny you said that after, so even though I haven't competed since 2017, when I officially retired like a month ago, yeah, it was like all of a sudden I could breathe. Yeah. yeah. It's such yeah. a weird thing. It's like, I've said it before. It's like you have this, this reminder in the back of your head at all times. Like it's time to eat. It's time to train. It's time to take a nap. It's time to very, very hard to let go of that. It's yeah. always there. And when I said, finally, I'm retired. It's like the fucking, the thing just went away. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and I could actually see, it's almost like I could see things in front yes. of me. Like, Oh, I can, I can go get my gun license. I can go vacation. I can go take combat training i can do all these I things do these things i don't have to worry about packing all my meals and fucking you know, i can doing eat all this shit. yeah like i can eat one meal a day if i want like it doesn't not, you know you're I mean? not shackled bro i'm not shackled anymore man i'm free let's, let's not forget how great that is for someone who's aspiring to like do business yeah because you need time and you need certain freedoms in order to invest yourself into some things like business ventures and it's really hard to do that when you're a full-time bodybuilder you might want to and you might have the capital and you might have the presence but you don't really have the time. And that's where it's difficult because I've had some opportunities arise that I've not been able to take over the years because yeah. I know that if I took those opportunities, it would be uh, detrimental to this one particular avenue. I don't, re I don't regret any of those. Evan, have you ever had stuff that came up that you had to skip because you were so focused on your bodybuilding? And when you look back at it now, do you like, do you have any regret about it? Or are you like, man, I wish I would have done that? No, nothing in particular, just kind of it's, it's you're always in this constant state of, you know, James really kind of described the whole thing so eloquently, but you're in this constant state of always, you know, you're thinking, when is my next meal? When do I have to do this next? When do I have to do that next? And it's, it's, it's so consuming that it does largely prevent you from ever being fully immersed in, in a lot of experiences yeah. that I think a lot of other people get to enjoy more fully. Yeah. Um, so it's just, you never, you're, you're there and yeah, you might be enjoying something, but, you know, but certainly not probably to the full extent. I mean, like per could. perfect examples. Like how many of us in our bodybuilding careers have gone on like a, a you know, an all-inclusive Caribbean vacation and yeah. your whole day is just about when you can eat, you know, yeah. it's yeah. like, you might go to the beach for a bit, or you might go do like a little day trip. But even when you're doing those, you're still worrying about getting your five, six, seven meals in a day, whatever, you know, it's still, you're trying to enjoy the process, but there's always that looming thought that's controlling you. You know, I think it's what Evan's saying is you're never present. Never present. You're, you're never, never you're constantly immersed. Like you said, you yeah. see, yeah. You, you, you're, you're almost there. It's almost like there's a, you're touching reality, but there's a fine, there's a fine, sh like a film. Yeah, like, like a, a full you. preventing you from truly entering that reality. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it holds you back. Like, and it, yeah. don't get me wrong, it's great. And I think, in order for any of us to have the successes we've even had in bodybuilding, because we've all done extremely well, let's not forget that it was great that we did that. But then we also 
are in a position to truly be able to talk on this subject. And you can tell that what we're saying isn't bullshit because we've all been there. I just want to add, yeah. I, I, sorry, I just want to add one point to it. I want to make sure people don't take this in a negative light because there's no. also, there's also a very positive reward to being able to ignore uh, cravings or urges or temptations just because you're so focused. So when you finally accomplish a goal, you're able to say to yourself, yeah, I went on that vacation, but I was still focused on this thing and I accomplished it or whatever it is like being so being so immersed in bodybuilding may sound like it takes away from a lot of our lives and it probably does, but it's what we chose. And I think when you can do it, you end up being stronger afterward. Yeah. And it's also become a platform for all of us to take into our next step because yeah. we've used yeah. our, our bodybuilding in some way or another has allowed us to have some, you know, clout behind us, whether it be from, you know, those experiences themselves allow us to have a bit of fortitude to go into business and be brave mm. or just we've actually opened doors during this time and met some good people and managed to open those avenues. Yeah. So there's yeah. plenty of like all of us have created really positive relationships and stuff in this. Um, and I think it puts you in a position too to really appreciate those experiences that much more when you do move on and you are able to fully immerse yourself yeah. in them. And I think it's something that a lot of people will take for granted, you know, just something as simple as, you know, being around friends or family, let alone going on a vacation, but just something so simple and not having to think about what time you have to get in bed because you have to be up to train or what you have to eat next. And that's something that a lot of people will never understand and they will entirely take that for granted. So, um, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't without reward at the time in which you were doing it, but I think also too, it won't be without reward also moving forward when you yeah. appreciate it all that much more. Well, and saying it and saying that just this month alone, my wife is like, you're telling me I love you a lot. I've told my wife, I love her a lot for, for it's no fucking reason. We'll be laying there and like, and I think it's like all of a sudden I appreciate just sitting around. Yeah. yeah. Just sitting around with her, watching TV, whatever. I'm like, just like actually being immersed in her company. You know, actually think, yeah, actually being yeah. with her. I can actually like see her. It's really, it's really yeah. fucking strange. I don't, I like, other than you guys or people like that have uh, given themselves to a, a thing their entire yeah. life. I don't think many people would understand that, but yeah. Uh, okay. Let's do one last question and then we'll go. You got one time for one more, Evan? Oh, yeah. All right, Ian. Yeah, go for it. I need the guy's opinion. This is from a from a female IFBB pro. Uh, I need the guy's opinion. If a guy asks a girl at the gym if she is going to be there tomorrow, does that mean he wants more than just a friendship? Probably. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I'd say it's 70-30 that he wants more than a friendship. Definitely. It's definitely not guaranteed. I mean, he could just be, you know, a friendly guy or just, you know, wants to help her out with training, but that's in most cases, I would say not the norm. He's probably not looking for a training partner. I would never ask a woman that unless I was intending to pursue her. Evan? Well, me, yeah. It could. It, I feel like it could be totally 50-50 because you could say that because you genuinely are hoping that she'll be there tomorrow, right? But you could also be like, my God, I get the, got to get the fuck away from this person. So I'm just saying to him, uh, hey, you're going to be here tomorrow because I got to get the fuck yeah. out of here right now. Yeah, I'm not going to be here tomorrow if she is. Yeah. Evan's, yeah, done, it. It. Evan's done this. Evan's done this before, for sure. <laughs> I have. And I've been like, oh, hey, yeah, you're going to be here tomorrow. We'll continue this. I'm getting the fuck out of here right now. Yeah. You know, type of thing. But so it, it could really go either way. It's tough to say. I'm trying to think if I've ever said that to a girl that, like, obviously I wasn't like 
in, had any no intention towards. I think I have. I think I've like, I think I've gone. I think I've. Wait a minute. I just want to reread the question. If a guy asks a girl if she'll be at the gym tomorrow, I don't think I've ever said to a girl, "Are you going to be here tomorrow?" But I'm, I think I've said like, "I'll see you tomorrow," and I left. Well, I think there's a lot of other cues that need to be taken into consideration here. Like she's obviously seen this guy in the gym before. Has he been trying to make eye contact? Has he been, you know, avoiding you? Is he trying to like work out near you? Like there's other things that need to be, has he followed you on Instagram? Like what other signs are there to coincide with this? You know, if this guy's like never spoken, you never looked, you doesn't follow you on Instagram, like nothing. Well, and it's pretty hit or miss, you know, like it's could be 50, 50, like Evan said, but if there's other yeah. signs to boost up the percentage to show that he is interested, you know? I mean, if he came up to her, had a 10 minute conversation and was like, Hey, you're going to be here tomorrow. hundred percent. hundred percent. But if she went up to him and he's like looking for an out and he's like, Hey, uh, you're going to be here tomorrow. You know, like yeah. James, what do you think? If he's kissed her on the cheek, then yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, I got it. Did, did you see the thing I posted on my uh, story with this guy, the troll guy from Nationals? Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that. Where's that video? Oh my God, man. This motherfucker got K. Okay. What's the video he, name? Well, just go to his YouTube. Okay, wait. I don't know where his YouTube is. So I got to go to your. It's called Two. No, just go to YouTube. Okay. His yeah. channel's called Two T O O Apre. A P R E E. So we were just working the booth. We were at the booth at Nationals for Raw. Yeah. And I like, I, I, I say this trying to be as polite as possible. We 100% thought he was mentally challenged, you know? We thought he was just a weird guy that had like somehow wandered into this event and was like asking fucking weird questions. And, you know, like me and Chris tried to be polite, but you'll see obviously some people weren't as polite. But man, you need to watch some of this guy's other videos. Whatever. Here. Heck yeah. Here. You're getting a little pee break in or whatever? Yeah. You do pee a lot since you're like a bigger guy or whatever? Yeah. I do have to go to the bathroom really bad though. Oh, you do have to pee. I do have to pee. All right. Was it pretty chill? It was very chill. Can I chill with you today? You seem chill. I'm competing right now, man. So oh, Jay, I'm keep get it, get it. Is a bicep have two heads or whatever? Bicep is one for one. But doesn't have two heads no, on it or whatever? Yeah. No. I'll talk to you later. All right, we're. What's up? Hey, buddy. This is funny. You do bodybuilding or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to what he talks about. Come over here for a sec, bro. Oh, yeah. He's a bodybuilder or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was looking at his biceps or whatever. <laughs> he could probably choke me unconscious if he puts me in a rear naked uh, choke or whatever. I mean, I don't know. What's your, uh, what's your workout routine like or whatever? Can you leave me alone. Oh, no. I saw you attacked <laughs> you or whatever. Leave me alone. But you're big or whatever. Are you filming too? Uh, I just uh, recording with my mic or whatever. What are you going to ask him? Oh, just about uh, a quick question about his uh, body parts or whatever. Yeah, just ask him like your top two questions, and then we'll be good to go. All right, we're... this is Chris, man. He wants oh. to ask you his top two questions. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Um, I noticed that uh, you have like a nice biceps or whatever, <laughs> and then I noticed that you had nice pecs or whatever, and then I was also uh, noticing that you had like a nice core or whatever, like um, abs or whatever, and then I was kind of um, noticing like when you turned around or whatever that. Um, you had like some nice caps or whatever and uh, um, your shorts kind of like they came up for a second or whatever and then um, I saw that you had like nice um, like quads um, and the hamstrings or whatever and then um, like I saw you from the side or whatever and then I noticed you had like nice glutes or whatever. So what questions did you want to ask him? Oh yeah so um, basically I and then I also noticed you had like nice spinal erectors or whatever so um, I guess uh, uh, I was just wondering like 
Uh, you work out or whatever, you, you go to the gym. <laughs> All that do, yeah. 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 And then you kind of recover or whatever, and then you feel like better the next day so you can get back to the gym or whatever, and then you can like be even stronger than you were doing like the last set or whatever. Uh, and then exactly. you know and, how to do it. Yeah. Holy and then, yeah. And then it's like well, thank you for your time, bro. Yeah, it's like progression or whatever. You just kind of so go back to this guy's channel. Little, more, more. Just yeah. little by little. And even when you don't. I can't believe how the patient. Bullshit. I can't believe hey. how patient Chris is. Oh Chris, yeah, he, he got me too there. I talked to him like two minutes after that. Uh, man, somebody he does like these you, these Zoom interviews where he'll go on interviews. It's fucking so awkward. But wait, there's one. Uh, if you could find the one, no, go to videos. Click videos up there. Yeah. And there's one of him asking people at a at a casino at a Vegas casino. If you can find that one. See now, we've come too far. Do not ask this question at Vegas Casino. Bottom, second from the right. Bottom. In like a butt listen, order. listen, listen. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know if you're being serious. Or Have you ever eaten a butt or whatever? Have you ever eaten a butt or whatever? Oh, have you ever eaten like a butt or whatever? Hey, 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 Tom. <laughs> you do that. Yeah, oh. you asking me how I ate a butt or Yeah, I was just asking if he's ever eaten a butt or whatever. Oh, I was just asking him if he's ever eaten a butt or whatever. A butt? Oh, he's eating a butt or whatever. <laughs> yeah, we can't talk like that. Oh, talk like what? Oh, no, I was asking him if he's ever eaten a butt or whatever. He, but he, <laughs> I wasn't asking you. He just got your attention. I was just asking him if he's ever... Right, but you can't talk to any of my dealers like that. That's, like, that's inappropriate. Oh, no, I was just asking, like, I wasn't asking if he wanted to, if he wanted to. I was just asking him if he's ever eaten a butt or whatever. Right, yeah, we, yeah, it's inappropriate. We, we can't have him talk like that. Oh, all right, we're... Okay, you all right? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. What the fuck is this guy? Holy I know. shit. Fucking I can't so believe, you know, I can't believe the patience Chris has. I would have fucking been like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? I mean, he comes up to me, too, same thing. It's like right after Chris, he's asking me, like, something about like you, you eat blah 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 this and that like he was just like asking questions about like and what he does is he asks all these questions that are like so like chris he was like blah blah, blah like i know if you have nice glutes and nice hamstrings yeah. like so do you yeah. work out and it's like such a simple question after yeah, that. yeah 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 he, like loops around to like the most it's like a build-up for nothing childish question you know that and he always happens. says or whatever and then in one part of the video i say i say blah 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 yeah eat or whatever and he's like oh you said whatever or whatever he's like i say that too or whatever bro <laughs> like, what the fuck is this, this video has one hundred and twenty thousand views yeah you couldn't see his camera uh, and that video was just posted yesterday too it's fucking crazy yeah and you couldn't see his cameraman so like you just thought he was a legit like fucking weird dude wandering around you know you do get, you do get a few of those oh yeah Lots i've never of- gotten i've never gotten, gotten one that weird i usually get the guys that are stand like behind the group of people and they're just holding their phone yeah and I'm like, what are you doing? They're yeah, just standing there. He was an interesting guy for sure. Yeah. Evan, you ever had that? Somebody just standing there with a the phone recording? I would get like the same guy. Like there'd be like three or four guys. They follow you around. You would see every year. <laughs> Everywhere. Yeah. At the same expos. And they would ask you like, you know, make a bicep or something. Like, and then, you know, like when you're new to it, like you, you do it. Yeah, and then like as time goes on, you're like, yeah. no, nah, it's okay. I'm all set. Thanks. Good to see. You. Good to see. You. Yeah, the weird, the ones that make me feel the most uncomfortable like that are ones that ask me to take a picture of me flexing, and they're not in the picture with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah not, like if you want to get the picture and flex your, flex your arm, and I'll flex my arm next to you. It's like okay, but they're just like, hey, can you do a front double? I'm like, uh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Get a lot of those. Yeah. All right, boys, we're good. Yes, sir uh evan thank you very much for gracing the show with your presence uh thanks for having me uh we'll do it again soon
Yeah. If you ever want to know about that painting, let me know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Evan's got the plug. He's got the plug. <laughs> All right, boys. Have a good we'll one. Take care, everybody. Thanks for watching. Please subscribe, share with your friends, and like the video. And if you get a chance, check out the description for all the different links to all the different places you can find Hostile and myself. And lastly, check out Hostile.com for our new line of supplements and all of our apparel and gear. Thanks again for watching.